This is the original Dom Kennedy. And right now I'm kicking it with my boy, Joe Corneo, right here on the Yada Yada podcast, OPM till it's over. Westside, get the money. We out. Put your Yada Yada over the best part. You heard the theme music, which means we are back here for another episode of the Yada Yada podcast. The kid, Joe Cornell. Uh, I'm going to be the next Hokage. The next Hokage? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'll drop a bomb for that. Or a round of applause. Either or and a bomb. Proud of you. They didn't believe in me. I was a loner as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> they was beating me up. <laughs> but now look at them. They're your best friend. Who we got here? Well. This is uh, officially the start of our second half of the journey of the podcast. Coming off the Big 5-0, oh, we starting the Big 5-1 with a very special guest. We got a rock star, our second hey. rock star on the podcast, the rock and roll gangster being Zach. Hey, Ladies and gentlemen, it. it's Kamal Malik. How's it going, everybody? I am the next holder of One For All. Uh, you know, we out here. Yeah, you know, it's like that. It's like that. <laughs> oh, we powers. got tequila, too. So before we start... Uh, I brought tequila for everybody. Um, if y'all want to just like take a shot real quick and bless the podcast, you we know can hey, do that. Salud. 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 Let's get it. To the podcast. Yes, sir. Yada, yada. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Thank you guys for coming on the podcast. I'm just kidding. For sure, for sure. Now, you brought a friend with you. What's your friend's name? This is uh, my brother, my band member, uh, best friend forever. Jerry best friend forever. Ring, ring. <laughs> Welcome, Jerry. Glad to be here, glad to be here. Glad you could be here with us, man. So, the duo's here, man. Kamal, how's the year been so far? Uh, the year has been very surprising, actually, because I just dropped this um this rock album. Like, we've been working all last year to get it done, and the reception of it has been crazy. So, just super inspirational, and I just, this year just seems like something big is going to happen. So, it's been good, great. Great, drop a bomb for that, man. Drop the owl. Great reception so far. Yes, sir. Everybody messing with it. Like, it's funny because when you come from like Wine Dot or like some hood shit, like you make a rock album, you don't know how well receptive it's gonna be. Mm. All the homies is like, bro, I never knew I like rock. Until like, right, <laughs> until, until you make right some rock now, music. They're like, yo, this shit is hard. You converting like, the homies. Everybody like rock. That's a fact. Deep Nigga, down, niggas made rock. That's a fact too man. that niggas don't know. Message. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we got all the sound bites on this podcast. I love it. That's, that's lit. <laughs> so, this is people who aren't familiar with Kamal Malik, like you say, you're from Wyandotte. Uh-huh. You're, uh huh. You're born and raised in Kansas? Yes, sir. How was yeah. it growing up in Kansas? Uh, it was it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, being the kid, I know a lot of people out there can fucking like relate to this, but like you grow up in a super like hood situation and like family members is hood and everything, but you. You got a different, like, calling. You, like, skateboarding or you, like, anime before it was cool. You know the shit that niggas preach now where it's just, like, oh, be yourself and weird is the new in thing? Yeah. It wasn't back then. (laughs) So, uh, growing up in Kansas, I wouldn't wouldn't want anything else to happen. I didn't want to grow up anywhere else because I learned so many lessons just, like, meshing with, like, different people and learning to, like, you know, just literally be yourself and fight for what you like. So that's what it was like. It was like, it was like war. 
but it was fun. Because it was like, nah, I'm going to war for what I like. Yeah. I'm going to war to make, you know, the music that I like, to skateboard and do all this. And I could probably take your girlfriend. So, like, what's up? Nigga? What's up? Message. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What's up? What's up with it? I can take your bitch, too. It ain't nothing. Like Lil B. Basically. basically. <laughs> do you think, do you think uh, anime inspired that mentality? Absolutely. See, thank you, bro. You, you get it. You get it. Like, it's funny because, like, all the protagonists, like, you never watch an anime, and then that person was just, like, born incredible. They all come with trials and tribulations or, like, hurdles that they got to jump. Or and even even the niggas that's, like, born with the shit. Because mm-hmm. there's, there's a few that's, like, nice. Like, Sasuke was born nice, but, like, his whole family got Nigga had the off. worst situation. <laughs> exactly. And Look. it's like nobody get their shit handed to them in an anime. You got to work for that shit. Mm-hmm. And so, like, as a kid seeing that growing up was, like, Oh damn! I could be dope too. Like niggas be talking shit. Like they talk shit to Naruto. But I hit a nigga with a Rossin gun and I'm good. <laughs> like we up now. Now the introduction makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the reason I'm trying to be the next Hokage. Hey man, I Hokage. believe in you. <laughs> I really, I'm really trying to be the king of pirates though. <laughs> I'm trying to be anything. Let's get it. So would you say your upbringing, like getting into skateboarding and like that culture, helped? your love for like rock music or like helped you get into that kind of genre of music absolutely that was my actual first love music wise mm-hmm. it was rock like i was growing up with like evanescence or lincoln park third eye blind okay uh, like shit like that yeah uh, blink 182 like mm-hmm. shit like that was just it was what was on the radio and like the rap shit it just wasn't catching me at that point and i don't know why it wasn't like i liked it but i was more of a r&b like rock type of dude like the melodies is what was grabbing me and so it's funny because like we were in the studio and I, I've been rapping for like so long and I'm like, let me like really touch down to my roots. Like, what is the shit I listen to and feel like for real bliss? And I was like, it's probably rock. Like all this shit that I used to listen to. Let's try to figure out if we can make this shit. Because like if I like something, I always try to emulate it and do it. Like I see people skate. I'm like, that look tight. Taught myself. Yeah. I was like, see niggas breakdancing. That look tight. Taught myself. Did the same thing with rap. So why would rock be any different? So it definitely influenced it. The album is hella Linkin Park influenced and it just goes. Which I said that. Uh, I said that. I was like, <laughs> we listened to that. I was like, yo, man, what do you think this, like, you think influenced him where like, his inspiration came from? So he I just like, started naming shit. Yeah. I was like, he kind of saw he got a little bit of Chester vocally. Yes, sir. It's the, it's like the, it's a yell, but still melodic. Yeah. But it's like, it's almost, it's just projection. It's at a, that it's, point. Absolutely. It's an art form. It's like a, it's a different kind of singing because it's like, even the yell could be in a different tone. And then For you sure. then you get like metal and like screamo type shit. That's mm-hmm. a fact. It's just it's like the vocal tone. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's and some harmonizing weird shit. with the yell is some of the funniest shit to do. Cause like you take a note, right? And you find a harmony to it and it makes it sound good. But you take a vocal that you don't really hear another layer to. Like if people yell, you don't usually like harmonize with that. But when you find the like harmony to that, it's like it's kind of like it's like an exclamation point. It's like, uh. And it's yeah. like, oh shit, that's fire. That was like probably my favorite part of making an album is finding harmonies to shit that probably wouldn't have a harmony to it. You just got to go and dig and find that shit. And then, like, rock allows you to have those, like, you know, just try some shit out and see if it works. For sure. Experimenting okay. is, like, the best shit ever. Favorite band. Oh, favorite band. I might have to just go Linkin Park, bro. Linkin Park? Linkin Park. But lately, I've been getting back into... Y'all gonna think this is so weird. But okay. I've been getting back into, like... um. I've been getting back into like No Doubt, Gwen Stefani's band before it came mm. in. That's not weird. And like, bro, <laughs> them, them niggas got slaps, bro. They got slaps. And like, you I was know. listening to it, like, 
is this R&B or is this like rock? What? And it's kind of like the shit that I was, I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. What, uh, which album is it? Is the one with Spiral Webs on it? Uh, I, it's the one that looked like uh the graffiti on it. It's like black and red ink. I got it on my shit. Gwen Stefani, huh? Yeah, Gwen Stefani. I just found out. Dope. I remember she had that really popular song. It was the first song I remember hearing from her, but is I didn't it, know at the time. Is it Spiderweb? Nah, it was the one that had the the, the, the NERD uh produced track on it. I'm gonna keep on dancing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hella, it's called Hella Good. Yeah, Hella Good. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's Because I just found out, like, Pharrell and them produced that. I was like, Neptunes was in the cuts in, like, in the early 2000s. They was really, like, building that sound. That was killing everything. Yeah. Look, go back and see me. No, yeah, I trust me. I dove into that discography last year. Bro. I know all about it. Man. Did you find the album? Yeah, here we go. It's called, I think it's called Rock Steady. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So this was before she did... Uh, like the banana shit, right? Yeah. And yeah. was that was that was, was the was it feeling good? Is that what you said right? Uh, it's called Hella Good. Hella Good. Was that with the band or was that? Yeah, after? that was with the band. Okay. That was with no doubt in them. And then when she went solo, is when she started like you know fucking with like the rappers and Eve like and all she that. had a song with Slim Thug, I think, called mm. Luxurious. Fire. Oh yeah, that shit was hard. Yeah, it sampled the uh, it sampled uh, Notorious B.I.G. Yep. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And then she she was on everybody's shit. She was rapping with Eve a lot. She yeah. was rapping with Pharrell a lot, mm-hmm. like that. Can I have it like that? You, you got, got it like, like that. that. Yeah, come yeah. on, bro. Like that's what I'm saying. Like with music, that I, I don't think wanna... people understand is that it's so all encompassing. Like if you if you make any genre, it'll blend with any other genre, and it's just like it's having the like thought, the cognitive ability to be like, I'm gonna put these two together and like how to do it, and like she's a great example of that. It's like I started doing rock, but then I started singing, but then I meshed with rappers like that. But if you can rap and sing, why can't you just do it all? Yeah. I think- like I could be a band in myself. Mm-hmm. I got so many styles. I am a group, Lil Wayne. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say like, just to nail home the fact he's talking about that luxurious song. He has been playing that around the house. Non. That's my <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know, it's like when you find that song you ever heard in a while, you're like, oh, I forgot all about this. You know, uh, you want to know what made me realize that I, for, I forgot about that shit? So, you know, the like trend going on Twitter. And I was like, yeah, rent was definitely due. Oh, and yeah. it's like somebody, they had that up with uh, Gwen Stefani. And I was like, nigga, I forgot about yeah. that. Like, so I remember bro. hearing, like, that was during like, when Gwen Stefani was everywhere. Bruh. That so, album was everywhere. She was cold, bro. And there's so many other bands that, like, I want to remember. Or, like, they some bands just had, like, like a one-off song. Like, there was a one-hit wonder. But it's mm-hmm. like, that song is still dope. What what the fuck is that song that I was singing with Hijack? Shout out Hijack. <laughs> but <laughs> when it comes to me, Hello I'll let there. you know. <laughs> the angel in my nightmare. No, I want you to figure out the song because I be itching to talk about like rock music and just, we've been like, kind of different just, shit. Yeah, because we just did uh, another live in studio with artists we won't name yet because yeah. it's not out yet. Mm-hmm. But like they're they're like a heavy rock and they were punk influenced. And so that's kind of the bag we've been here in here on, on the podcast as of late. I'm okay. more like towards the grungy side of shit. I like I like fucking shit that is like hella depressed. Like <laughs> because like, that shit be hitting. I yeah, like, I like Alice. You can feel that. Allison Chain. You feel that like, emotion and that pain in the in their music. Well, I'm trying, to, I'm like trying to think of like somebody who got a good scream. I mean, yeah. Kurt Cobain got a good scream. Scream yeah, like for sure he does. Hey, wait, that's like that's. That's some next level shit. Bro. Yeah, I want to know the person out right now that embodies rock and nobody really knows. <laughs> Who? I ain't even. I ain't even gonna say Mario Judah. You uh, thought? You uh, thought I was gonna say Mario Judah? Mario Judah's that nigga. Yeah. that nigga's crazy. Ooh. But Miguel, 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 bro. Not even. Not even Yale, but he is one of the people who takes 
rock at all of its elements and like kind of subtly adds it in like the way he sings and he hits that like kind of growl shit mm -hmm. the way he plays all his instruments the guitar and all that shit and like it's kind of even in like the pace of the song or like the arrangements of the songs and how like like it'll crescendo and go up on like a bridge and shit and i'm like dude that is hella rock influence like he made a really good punk album what was that called was it the one with uh was it coffee in the morning yeah was it, it was that, that album one. yeah that yeah. album because i remember that album was like very different from miguel yeah it was hella it was punk influence like not, i love that song. not punk but influenced and yeah. it's like i can pick up on the little subtleties and shit and i just fucked with it i was like that shit hard mm -hmm. you start painting his nails and all that shit but the song that i was thinking about was ocean avenue by yellow card that song is so fire i, I remember hearing I, I remember the name yellow how card. does it go yeah, it does sound familiar. I remember that name. Uh, Are we allowed to play it? Go ahead. Yeah, play it? yeah, you go ahead. Go for it. Hit that. Clear. I mean, I, I work at a grocery store, so I'll be hearing, like, the same song. If I could find you now, things would get better. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now you good. Girl, you know this. What year to come You've out? seen a movie with his 03? 03? Yeah. Okay. Nice. This is the shit I was listening to when I made the album. Right? Okay. Like, right, this it, what they be doing every <laughs> Oh God. <laughs> Pouring up another shot to this. Shout out Yellow Card, nigga. <laughs> that was a lot. Shit, you got it. We go about it though. Yeah. Okay. The more shots Kamal takes, the looser his hand gets. <laughs> hey, man. Sorry, tighten it up. So, <laughs> when did your music musical journey start? Uh, I was. Honestly, I think it started when I like could realize what music was. I just didn't understand it fully. Mm -hmm. Like I was probably like six, and like it would be certain songs that I wanted to hear so bad, but I didn't have. We didn't have like Spotify and shit like that. So you yeah, had to go, go buy, buy the album. album. You want... Yeah, so I would like my mom would go in the grocery store, and I knew that they would play it. So I'd be like, I'm gonna just stay in the car and mm -hmm. wait for like 30, 40 minutes for them to play this one song that I wanted. And that's when I started to realize that music made me feel a certain type of way. Mm -hmm. I was like, I can't explain this feeling. But I, then I started making it when I was 13. I was like, oh, I, I feel that way because I want to do it. And like, I, I want people to feel that way about my music that I feel about this shit. And so I started trying to rap because that was the most accessible thing. Everybody was rapping and my brothers rapped. And yeah, I started rapping and doing all that shit. And when I graduated is when I was like, nah, let's sing. Let's, yeah. let's, let's make music. While we, uh, let's do something. While we talk about your early music life, um, I was wondering if you could tell the the corn story. Oh, yeah, I, think it's I forgot. A, it's I a really, that. Like the, the yeah. band. It's a, it's a really good it? allegory to uh, his journey as far as like this new album and making rock music and mm. why it took so long for him to get there. Okay. <laughs> I think this is a great allegory that explains that. So, so go, ahead, go it's, ahead. It's funny because that's why I did, it's funny that, that it's really knocked out of my memory yeah. because like when you ask what I listened to, I didn't even say corn. But um, I was listening to Corn when I was like a kid, kid, and my mom was not fucking with it. <laughs> she went, she went with psychosocial. She was like, no, what's psychosocial? <laughs> that's my shit, bro. She was like, he's a devil worshiper and blah 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 blah. And I'm like, nigga, I'm six. I don't know what the fuck that shit. Right, is. I just like a song. <laughs> yeah. And she didn't even say devil worshiper. She said he's satanic. I was like, the fuck is that? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. And so I would sneak and listen to it on MTV and shit. And so I was watching it one day, and I didn't see her come in the room. And she was like, nigga, got the belt, beat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yo, I will never listen to this shit ever again. And so, like, I just didn't listen to corn, but I always liked, like, rock shit. But that's probably why it took so long for me to just be like, let me try it. Because that probably would have been the first genre that I went into. Like, So Moms wasn't really, like, 
into that with music. The Rock like no, that. she fucked with The Rock, but she, she just didn't fuck with Corn. Because he was a devil worshiper. <laughs> like this specifically? <laughs> like, my mom, we will sit down. I go over there every Sunday to my mom's crib. We have, like, dinner and shit. Bro, we'll sit there and, like, sing Linkin Park songs off memory. Mm-hmm. Me, her, and my sister just, like, yelling, like, what, what's the Crawling song? Crawling in That's the one. my <laughs> skin. <laughs> She'll be in there trying my to get the yell. Look. They will. I feel like everybody. I remember. Movie. I think. I feel like everybody remembers when they first heard that Linkin Park song. That, that the Hybrid Three was like a huge album when it came out. Bruh, they had crazy. just hits on hits on hits on that album. Man, I didn't even understand albums at that point. I thought that like every song that I heard on the radio was the only songs that was out. I thought mm-hmm. I could only hear songs on the radio, so I didn't understand buying albums and like doing all that shit. My whole introduction to music was so weird because it wasn't what niggas was listening to. I my first album was Ella Funk by. Uh, the Black Eyed Peas. That's tight. Though. Yeah. That's still that's still tight, though. Like, eclectic. That's a fact. But I, mean, I like shit like that, and I've always liked shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. Since I've been a kid, I was just like, I mean, yeah, that shit's cool, but this shit over here is, like, completely different. Like, that shit is like, fire. This is How do you me. think of that? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. the shit that stands out has always just, like, got my attention. I don't like the hype of things. I like the talent and, the like, the grind and how much people put into it, and I can hear it in a song. I'm like... How did his brain think of that from nothing? That that's like he just heard this sound and said, "This I'm gonna say this." Exactly, and that's why I be so. That's why I wanted to put the album out because, like, dude, like I I was thinking this the other day. If you're just emulating things that you've heard before and it's not and it's already mainstream and people are already doing it, you're not putting your own twist on it, and everybody sounds exactly the same. Are you actually creating? Because creating is making something from nothing. But like, if you're just like emulating. And it's just like, oh, I did this because it sounds just like this, and I know that that's a standard as good. That does not satisfy me. I want to be like, I made this shit, and I this is all my like internal thoughts or whatever, and this turned out to be something that everybody loved. Mm-hmm. I I want the. You know. I would say like niggas copy. You know what I yeah. mean? Like emula- emulate is like how you learn to walk. So sure. like emulating is important. So you're just better at like. When you no. emulate, you emulate this one little piece, right? And it, it you sparks the inspiration a, in me. Yeah, exactly. You, you pull, you pull from a, a yeah, integrate is a, mm-hmm. a good word. You pull from a bunch of different places, so it's like this was like I, I don't know. The album still got them R and B vibes to it. That's a fact. Like That's a fact. There's, there's some love aspects to it. Yeah, yeah I, I, I definitely. Whole album. <laughs> yeah, like once, <laughs> yeah. Once the the love interlude hits, it's like okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's funny because, like, if you really think about it, that's what rock really was. Like, it sounds really gritty and like rebellious, but a lot of it has like a crazy deeper meaning. Like, uh, oh, it was a song that I just heard the other day, and I didn't know it was about his friend, like, uh, who was like com- uh, was going crazy. He was about to commit suicide. They had did some drugs, and he like kind of lost it. Mm. And he was like, it became like this top charting number one song but that nigga was venting like he was literally just it was therapy for him because he didn't know how to get through it and i'm like yo i want like the shit that i'm going through i want that to be my shit and i can connect with other people who are going through the same shit and it just happened to be very love influenced it's just like Mm -hmm. i was going through that at the time but like even the title kind of throws it for a loop. It's like it's kind of like how dudes deal with their emotions. Like, nah, I'm a thug. Like, I'm a thug it out. Yeah. It's like, I'm a rock and roll gangster, but listen to what I'm singing about. I'm going to be cool and I'm going to get through it. This is all heartfelt shit. Yeah, it's coming from me. Yeah, for sure. 
so this was the music that you were always wanting to make since Absolutely. you were a kid. Absolutely, but yes. Did the did the rapper label like make you nervous jumping into this genre? Absolutely. <laughs> that is, that's. It's funny because like I was nervous about rapping initially because I didn't think people were gonna accept it because I was such a rocker. I was such like the skater kid, I, and that was half the uh, struggle in the beginning. There's like, oh, he rap now, mm-hmm. and then even when I was like, I'm good and I'm doing shit. They like, yeah, but he ain't even like that. Like, and it's like. First off, you don't know that. Second off, yeah, uh, <laughs> you don't know much about me at all. <laughs> you don't. And so it's like, second off, it's like, bro, like I never, I never had the doors like open for me, and I got that far in rap, and them shits was closed shut. But if I do this rock shit, people already expect it, but I'm still nervous to go into it because my struggle musically is it's been a it's been a journey just to get people to understand where I come from and like understand the shit that I'm trying to portray. And I thought it was gonna be like starting over. I, I thought it was gonna be I like feel starting like from square one on this new shit. The mm-hmm. rock shit is kind of like the animation. Absolutely. Cause like, uh, we, it wasn't until like SoundCloud got popping to where niggas was like, oh, we want the fucking Xavier Wolf or we want mm-hmm. Bones and shit. Yeah. Or, you know, that little, dark shit. Little Peep, little. Or even an X, like XXX or mm-hmm. That nigga. That nigga changed that shit. Man, he was so talented. RP, R- RP X, for real, for real. Yeah, poured up these shots. Because yeah, I think he was... Salute. X was X was one of the ones that... Just, uh... You know, you could tell that he really fucked with, you know, all kinds of music. Absolutely. And then it would come yeah. across. Or like... Uh, damn, I'm trying to think. I can't think of it. Oh, I, can't, I can't remember the song right now. It's gonna fuck with me. But it was like it's like I can't. That's like that's like the melody. You know what I'm talking about? But yeah, he'll do that. But then he'll spit some like trap shit. Like I'm up like up like insomniac. That shit is hard. Bitch, I am up. It's like it's simple. And then it's like, oh damn, you swag. You make me do my thizzle. Then then the next song got me crying or like revenge. Come back with a sad. I dug two graves for us, my Mm -hmm. dear. It's like some folk shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm talking about. I feel that as long as like the passion is there, I don't care who you sound like because everybody is gonna compare. Yeah, it gonna compare you to somebody because like you know that's just how our brains work and make sense. Mm -hmm. For sure. But if I could feel. Like the passion mm-hmm. in you, yeah, and the pressure, it's there, it, and it helps that like I've seen you at open mics for sure, and I've I've seen you perform, and you always got that same energy. Like yes, even bro. even even when y'all pulled up, <laughs> I, I was like, all right, oh damn, I'm gonna drink today. <laughs> Today's I'm getting back healthy. You know, I ran and shit before. Ball walks in, like ah oh, shit. Now I'm, now I'm taking shots of tequila. <laughs> Yeah, cause I saw you. I don't, I don't even like tequila, y'all. Hey, man, we drinking it right now. It's lit. <laughs> cause I saw you at a Juby show perform. That was the first time I see you perform. Mm-hmm. You was like, got in the crowd. You going crazy. And yeah. then when you came out this rock album, I was like, you know, I can see you making this transition. Cause your music, your music already had that high energy. Then your, yeah. your live performances was even higher. Yep. And so this this album just made a lot of sense for you because it seemed like that was the natural progression for you to make. Absolutely. And that's what that's what Jerry was telling me. Like he was like, bro, at this point. Because when we first started doing it, I was questioning it. Him and AL was telling me, they like, bro, you got to understand, you're not even doing anything different. He's like, honestly, you're just leaning into what you already did. He's like, your rap shit always got the the hype yells and the like dubs in the background where you're like yelling like a rock star. And he was like, when you perform, you perform the simplest rap song like a rock song. And you have the whole crowd ready to fucking mosh pit. And 
And when I really thought about it, I was like, damn, everything I've been doing is underlying rock. So why not just make the shit rock and just do it? Like, it was an easy decision to make. And once we did it and realized that I could, like, I could actually sing and project like that, because mm. that was the scary part. It was yeah, like, I like, want to try this. Put yourself and I'm out not there. there. Yeah, and then I did it. And the first one that we did, like, everybody in the studio, like my producer, Gotti, he was like, what the fuck didn't you tell me you could do that? And I was like, I didn't know I could do it. Like, I really didn't <laughs> I'm just know. trying this shit out. <laughs> right. And it just it just was so authentic because I've been I've been practicing that shit my whole life on some funny shit. Like we would be like, take a rap song and we do this thing, it's called white boy voice, and we would sing it like a rock song. Like, bring that up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but like like say like you take Can you do it right now? Yeah, give me a song. Uh I'll give you a blink song, like take off your pants. No, that's no, the no. album. Like, I mean, give me a rap song. A like, rap we, song? Yeah, uh, we would take rap songs and sing them like rock. Fireman by Lil Wayne. I don't know that shit word Ooh. for word. Do, uh, what's, the, what's the one we were singing earlier? What the fuck is up? It's Gucci Manage. X Titty Boy, no City Boy. I start City to City Boy, no Icy So, no Likey. That's a specific <laughs> white guy. Gucci that's man like, keep shitting on him. Why that boy keep buying jewelry? Like, like, <laughs> that's that's that like that. vanilla ice white boy. <laughs> Every, everybody know that white dude that like looks like vanilla ice. He got the soul patch. <laughs> he still got the soul patch and shit. Bro, some girl just told me that that was called a juice snatcher. It's called that's what a, they call that? <laughs> oh, it's the, oh, the soul patch? Yeah, okay. she was like, because I, I had my little goatee or whatever, and she was like, I like your juice snatcher. I said, <laughs> Yo, what the fuck, bro? Excuse me. <laughs> excuse I'm me. I'm a gentleman. <laughs> don't, don't talk to me like that. I woke oh up this morning God. a Christian. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who do you think I am? That shit was funny. <laughs> was there any challenges you had to face, like, vocally when you made this album? I lose my voice when I sneeze. So, the thing, <laughs> <laughs> me recording this album, first off, I when I used to sing, it was more of a crony type mm. of thing. Like, it was softer. But on this one, I'm projecting and I'm You really yelling. get up there. Yeah. And you like, said I might pop a vein on one of the tracks. Oh, God. <laughs> so, like, pop a vein in this bitch. That shit, it's a fact, bro. But, like, it's I was doing that so much and then every night drinking tequila. So, the struggle would be like, damn, I wrote this song and I want to record it. Why I feel the inspiration and I remember how it feels to write this song. Like I'm I'm in the feeling of it. Mm. And it's like, but my voice is gone. Can I actually hit this shit right now? And yeah. that was that was the struggle making the album. A lot of the struggle was making the album was we mixed and mastered like everything ourselves. We recorded that shit in my producer's living room. Bergatti? And, yeah, Bergatti. Shout out Bergatti. Best producer in Kansas City. I say that because that's my nigga. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, like, bro, we would just be in there and, like, we had to figure out different plugins and how to make shit sound authentically rock, and we didn't have a studio to go to. And it was just, it was literally just us. So that and losing my voice was, like, the only, I think it was the only struggles that we really had. And then getting over the nerves of how people would accept it. Yeah, I also want to say recording live instruments in a high-energy rock album in an apartment with neighbors, <laughs> it's, also, fucking hate us. it's also a struggle that we went through. Shout out to neighbors. Yeah, we can't nah. report there anymore. We got too many noise. Don't shout out. <laughs> it was neighbors. my fault. Like literally, you're just yelling in this dude's living room. And then even if even if I wasn't just me yelling, we're all on tequila. So like, y'all just loud. Yeah, yeah, it goes from this. Like, yeah, bro, we having energy. fun. Now. Bro, what the fuck? Like, when everybody's yeah. just like yelling. It's like three it's, in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody on rapper time and yeah. shit. Rapper time is the worst. It's like oh, 10, 10 p.m. at rapper time. Thank you, thank yeah. you for being punctual. 
Yeah, for <laughs> no, sure. Dead for ass, sure. Dead ass. You know, niggas be forty-five minutes late. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rapper time <sighs> comes with it. Forty-five is like fifteen to real, huh? Yeah, well, forty-five is like yeah. 10. Time don't even exist. Only like ideas. Forty-five can't exist. Be 10. Yeah, <laughs> forty-five in my, is in my world. 10. Forty-five can't be ten. If I say, <laughs> so, yo, I'm ten away. You all the way in Missouri. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you set me back two hours just now. <laughs> <laughs> it was a whole fucking daylight saving. Five hours man. later, I'll be there in like, five baby. minutes. <laughs> Don't come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you said you want to do we'll the do interview it over FaceTime. Yeah. Would that work? <laughs> yeah, like, Zoom that's in. That's basically what you told me. So, so you did this whole album with Brigatti and only Brigatti, correct? Absolutely, yeah. So why did you only want to? Do, why did you only work on this album with just Brigatti? And like, what made you want to go on this musical journey with just him only? It was so crazy how we met, like, and like I've never, I've never had a personal producer. Like I, I would always be on Instagram and trying to find people or YouTube and trying to find people, and like their beats are like hit or miss. Bergatti is the only producer I think I've ever met where all of his beats provoke, provoke like thought and word out of me. Like so I hear a beat and I'm like, yeah, that's a cool beat, but I hear a Bergatti beat and I'm like, I got something to say. Like, and I'll be like, I want to, I want to like say some shit. Like he, I think he just understands and we come from like similar musical backgrounds. Like he grew up on rock mm. and all that shit. So he understands when I'm like, nah, I don't want the beat to drop. I don't want 808s right here. I want the beat to drop all the way at the end so they can get the like full, like, you know, aspect of the song or whatever. Like when I say shit like that, he understands it and he just does it. And we met through my homie Cole. Um, he was doing videos for Tech Nine or yeah, he was shooting with Tech Nine and shit. And he left there to like do music videos himself because he was like you know he's like i got so much clientele i can just do it myself and uh we linked and we did uh the nervous music video that uh had came out yeah and um when we met the first time we met it wasn't even like we was like talking business we were just kicking it and drinking he's like yo i move in tomorrow to this new place and my new roommate makes beats he's like and you're like he's like bro you're like really cool i don't really get on like i don't really get this vibe from a lot of people it's like even if it's not music related he's like bro just come through and kick it so, boom, that's my homie. I go through. And the first day I met Bergatti, he was, like, in the living room. He's like, yo, that's my uh, that's my produ- or that's my homie, and he's a producer. And so he's showing me these beats, and then he cooked up Midoriya in front of me. The song. Oh, so he produced Midoriya, too? Yeah. the first, that's record that night? Mm, that we wrote it that night. Okay. But he cooked the beat up in front of me, and, like, by the time, like, it would be, like, a little loop. I was already writing. And, like, we looked at each other. It was like, oh yeah, no, this is it. Like yeah. we we own that shit, and like the next week we recorded it. So it started with, with, with Midoriya. Did he that's, give you uh, one for all in that moment? Right. <laughs> or all, <laughs> offer offer one. That's what I want to say. <laughs> just from all, from an outside looking in, like you know, being in those sessions, being around it, it's really something magical when you got an artist and a producer who really vibe with each other. Mm-hmm. Because like he said, like as soon as he'll start the beat, like he'll he'll just have a loop, just something real simple, have a melody, and Kamal's already writing. Like, it's really a magical moment. And also, before we get off topic, you said Cole's name. I want to shout out Seamless Visuals. Seamless yeah. Visuals. Shout Seamless out. Visuals. That's his production company? Yeah, yeah. He's he's dope. He does a lot of crazy shit. He does all my music videos. And Go watch the Nervous video. Yeah, do that. Speaking but of Nervous, I'm, the peop- I hope people caught the, the callback on my mind. Yeah, bro. I'd put that in there for everybody who's been, like, you know, fucking with me for a little bit, man. Like, it's funny because, like, I made Nervous so long ago. Like, I made Nervous probably... What is it, two or three years now? Because that, be. that project came out, what, 2018? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so and it was then, definitely three. So three years. Because that was old when the project came out. Yeah, and people didn't even, it didn't blow up until a year after I made it. 
And I didn't make the music video until a year and a half after I made it. Like, it had been out, but we started doing shows. Yeah. And it was like, what the fuck is that song? And then people went back and did their research. And then we was like, yeah, we have to do a music video to this shit. And when Nervous blew up, I was just, I was in such a different place. And that's what that callback was for. It was like, it's the growth in, like, where I've been and shit. It's mm -hmm. like, I kind of matured in this music industry. Like, I understand the industry in Kansas City anyway, Kansas City and Missouri. And, like, it's just where I'm at opposed to where I was, you know? Yeah. So how is it being in Kansas City music scene as a Kansas artist? Uh, Recently, as of recently, it's been amazing. Like, we have so many people working together. And, like, it's it's not like a a crab in a barrel like type of feel like it's not like it's so thank many, god bro because it used to man. be been yeah. talking about it for like four years like, why do no. everybody hate each other and as, <laughs> as, as artists, like, as artists who have been like making music 10 plus years mm -hmm. like we remember a different that time. that kansas city music scene was so like when we started toxic like, we didn't start together but we started around the same time and like when we started making music it was such a crab in a barrel mentality yeah like, who's our jay prince who's who's like smoothing <laughs> over all this <laughs> i feel like somebody is Come i on, mean Malik. might be g <laughs> you're stupid <laughs> i don't know i don't but i i can't really tell you i know it's like there are generations of rappers mm -hmm. you know like anime and shit for sure and then it's like you know different ideals yeah but then it's like oh this nigga nice you know different everybody's kind of different powers and shit yeah and then i mean it depends on whose dreams is like going where because your dreams might meet on the opposite end but like i think everyone has like a, a general direction that everybody's going so if it do gotta be some like you know we duke it out it'll be later but the town is moving in a, in an upward direction, so it's like, That's a fact. and it, I really, it's important for us to like not be at each other's neck. For because sure, and I, I really we think it's we got a big opportunity just as like a city as a unit, even for us as a podcast. Like, yeah, absolutely, and I really think it's a blessing. Like, low key, it's a blessing because with that mentality from the from the get go, a lot of people who weren't really about it fell off. Yeah, it's like, like more if like you if you still making music, if you still going for it, you really want it, and you really put in the time, you really put in the fact. effort doing to it hone your craft. Facts, yeah, exactly, facts. bro. It's like, not just a hobby, nah, exactly. bro. And it, it's a like, lifestyle. That's the crazy thing. Like people will be telling me, like, I, like damn, I can't believe you still rapping. Like niggas from high school be like, nigga, you still rapping? And they be like, but this shit is like next level now. It's like, bro, we always knew. Like mm -hmm. we just always knew this shit was gonna be a thing. But like. Uh, initially, when it came to that point, I've come close to quitting so many times. Cause like, bro, understand putting <laughs> your all, to me right now. bro. Oh God, like, like imagine putting every ounce of your creative ability, all your efforts. You going to work just to go to the studio. Yeah, you working like, to pay for studio. Right, and then you you losing money on this shit, and you're doing it with little to no reception that is good, and like, not even like. It's not you're not getting good receptions because your music is bad. It's like the music is good, and people just don't want to fuck with you because that'll dim their light. I mean, yeah. they're like, no, they intimidated by what you do. That's, oh, that's just an idea to me. Like, not not what you're saying. Like mm -hmm. the idea that like just because I shout this nigga out, that lessens my life. And that's so everybody's stupid. sensitive. That's what it is. Niggas like, hate like if I make it, ain't no spot for you in it. Everybody's, <laughs> everybody's self conscious, so it's like. I don't know. That shit united. But the, bro, and that's why I'm glad we here now because, like, if you really think about it and you really look at it, 
all the niggas that's popping right now sound nothing alike. Everybody has their entire fucking lane. Everybody is so comfortable to be themselves, and everybody get love and support. Like, AL sounds completely different than uh, Sean, and he sounds completely different than Juby, and then I sound completely different than them niggas, and then Kai Color sounds completely different than them niggas, and it's just like, that's why but it's all tight. love. Yeah, it's all yeah. love, and niggas really and it's like because we fuck with each other. They've been cut like they've been coming up together at the same time. Exactly, like, they've been doing just as long as as you guys have. Exactly, and it's like when everybody gets up there, it was so dope to just be like. Oh, that's what you do? I fuck with it. Be the best you. Mm. But that was so rare. That shit did not exist back in the day. And like, I think, it just was not real. I think the thing that Kansas City has that a lot of, like, the music meccas don't have, like, if you look at L.A. or you look at Atlanta or you look at Texas or you look at New York, the thing Kansas has to set itself apart from them is it's right in the middle. It's a melting pot of so of many different cultures. like cultures and, and influences, and that's why everybody can have a different sound. Everybody can have a different lane, and I just think it's amazing. It's it's, it's Kansas City's coming because like right. you starting to see everybody hit like they they creative like peaks right and starting to put out their best product possible. That's facts, and then everybody's not even just rappers. Yeah, like Hijack was shout out Hijack. Hijack was in a, a band, like a rock band, and did all that shit. And now he's he went off solo. We gotta hang he, out with Hijack. Yeah, I've seen him a couple niggas. times. Yeah, that's yeah, my I've, just, I've seen him at the Rye Room. I think, yeah, I seen him at the Rye Room like a year ago or something. For but sure. I want to hang out with him. He just he seemed like fun. It remind me of Barman. Okay, <laughs> I, I he's crazy I for sure. I digress. <laughs> he's a he's a nut, but like it's it's in a fun way. Like it's like bro, he's so energetic, and I think that's why we mesh. Cause like. He went from doing the rock shit to like kind of doing this like, it's kind of singy, but he's rapping too. Mm -hmm. So it's like more hip hop. And I went from doing hip hop to doing rock shit. And we just really mesh. Like we like almost the same person type shit. Like, Y'all got some songs? Too like, long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got too yeah long? We, got, we got that song Too Long. That's him rapping on the first no, verse. No, I know that. I'm saying like. We have a ton. Some unheard. Okay. That's what, have, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. We have at least. Shit. We don't have more than me and AL got, but we got close. Like me and AL probably got like 30. And then me and Hijack probably got like 20. What and is that? Y'all got a I'm Jerry feature on one of them too. That's a fact. Hey, That's a fact. Hey. <laughs> Jerry come through with the one bars, boy. Can spit. Yeah. It's like a poet philosopher. Please don't call him a rapper, rapper. man. <laughs> so much more. <laughs> what, what does that project sound like? You and AL? Uh, uh, like, <laughs> no, I'm talking about uh, Hijack. Him and Hijack. Okay. Because I know those, those are going to be more contrasting, but it's like it's a person that is like your same energy. Mm -hmm. So it's nuts. It's like okay, so. For when we make projects, we don't really go for one specific sound. It's like I want you to, like you were saying earlier, is I want to cry in this moment and I want to like rage in this moment and nothing sounds the same. So we can make an R&B track because Cuz can sing his ass off. Cuz can really sing. So we can do like a singing song, like straight R&B, and then we'll be like, oh no, we're gonna do some rock rock shit, and then be yelling. And then we could be like, now nah, we just want to rap, or be like, oh, we just want to be on some Drake shit right now, just on some like cool like. Vibey, you feel you catch the beat and you yeah, kind of just like riding, riding. Yeah. yeah, and so, bro, it just it sounds like if a kaleidoscope was audible. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Like. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. I'm already picturing it. Yeah, Vibes. bro, that's that's the guy. He's super talented. Is he from Kansas too? Uh huh. He's uh, from. I see, don't know if he's from the MO side or what, but he's from Kansas for sure. See, and that's one thing I will applaud you guys from the dot art. Like, you guys have a very good, like, camaraderie much like you, mm -hmm. Juby, uh, AL, the Project Lane Brothers. Like, For sure. you guys all, like, help each other in some way or some capacity For to, sure. like, help everybody get the shine. Yeah, for sure. We all grew up together. It's all love. Like, and even if we didn't grow up and, like, know them, like, we understand being 
kind of left out of the conversation because like wine dot was it wasn't necessarily like silence but we didn't we didn't really have like a lot of shit like coming out at a point and then when everybody started like doing some shit it's like yo all these artists are from wine dot like we all went to school at together at some point or went to school like a block away from each other and we know each other and we see the work ethic and know it so we we understand like the struggle of trying to like you know get that like shine and shit and so we just like nah we all gonna shine if one of us shine we all gonna fucking shine mm. such a, a small town tight-knit community yep. you know mm. where it's not like kc where you, like you said like 10 years ago it's a crap in the bucket mentality bro exactly. and i think that's what made it made us like that is because we was in high school and we was like you know trying to make music and shit and we just we despised that shit so much it was like bro there's no room for growth in this mm-hmm. Man, like there's look, nothing i really feel that <laughs> like that because like i'm not an artist so but i want to be a part of the scene like for i, sure. I wanted to do something like this for sure or like something like the open mic and it was like nobody was giving shit up like nobody was just giving me anything <laughs> i swear like i went i remember going to ask the people like yo how can i you know get down how can i do what you do he was like, well, what, do, what skills do you have? Like, people immediately start, started to, like, put me to work. And it was like, yo, I don't, I don't know how to do any of that shit. I just want to know how you did it. Tell yeah. me your story. And they're like, everyone type lip. Uh, no, mm-hmm. no, no. Nah, I don't even know you. I that's, really want to shout out to Niggas the, ain't that confident in themselves, and that's why they do it. I would say. <laughs> if you message. Thought, if you thought <laughs> you know I'm saying? that you could do you, like, it don't matter. Me, me and A say this shit all the time. He was like, bro, it don't matter how, like, well you do on this verse if you do like some crazy shit on this motherfucker it's like you cannot tell my story better than i can tell my story and i'm confident in my story enough that your story will not fuck my story up it'll it'll help it we're all like oh we came up place. together yeah exactly we're all from the same place and, see, and we're confident in ourselves like you, you see that story happen all the time with atlanta artists that's ex- mm-hmm. facts bro they all were in the every atlanta together. artist <laughs> every big atlanta artist knew every the other big atlanta artists like before they was even famous right I, we've been learning from them for sure, yeah. like there's, Facts. that's because they've that's been going been a, on a bigger influence on us. Like we really are influenced by Atlanta and like L.A. a lot. Yeah, I, how I Absolutely. feel as far as like just connections go, or just like where I see people travel, it's them places. And they, t- they you, got it figured out. And you was telling us that uh, Daniel, the, yeah, what's his last name? Uh, Daniel Gallardo. And he, what song was he on? Uh, he was on I'm, I'm Yours. After the Love Interlude, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was talking about he's, he's out in L.A. Yeah. Is so, it, how did you guys make that connection? It was, man, it was literally me just admiring his work and actually, you know, like not being scared to reach out and be like, bro, you're cr- like you're crazy, bro. This shit is fire. So Gotti, we were in the studio one time. We was making an album. We was making the uh, rock shit. And he was like, bro, look at this dude. He's like, bro, it would be so dope if he covered one of your songs. Like, he does drum covers, and he, like, tours with bands and shit, like, actual rock bands. And mm-hmm. I I was like, dog, that's fire. I'm going to message him. He's like, you are? I was like, yeah. And he's like, that sounds like a cool idea to me. Do it. And so, like, I followed him, and I was just like, yo, bro. I was like, your shit is, like, really fire. I was like, I understand if you don't if you don't go by request, but I was like, how much would it be to, like, you know, cover a song or something like that? I was like, because you're insane, bro. I fuck with you. And he was like, uh... He was like, yeah, bro. He's like, I'll even, he's like, I'll knock it down. I just listen to your shit. He was like, you are, he was like, you're an interesting artist. I fuck with you too. And so he did the like drum cover to Midoriya, the song that me and Bergatti had made. And uh, then we were, it was like months later and we're still making the album. And I messaged him. I was like, yo, it's like all rock. And I feel like it needs like live drums on a certain part. I was like, how much would it be to like, you know, get you to like, you know, like put something on this motherfucker. Cause at this point we were talking like normally, like I'd see someone in the story 
swipe up and be like, yo, nigga, that's crazy. That's fire. Mm. He see me put out a freestyle. I'll be like, bro, you're really going crazy. Like, it was like a mutual like artist respect. Mm. And then he was like, nah, bro. He's like, you don't got to pay me nothing. I just want to be a part of the project. Like, I can see where you're going. And he's like, I can see that like you're doing some shit that I've, I've never really seen a lot of people do and do it successfully. He's like, I fuck with it. I just want to be a part of it. Just put me in the splits. And we made that relationship. We cool homies. Don't tell each other like, yo, happy Thanksgiving. Like, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Like, like, we talk, talk. And yeah, I just made that through Instagram and just not being scared to give a nigga his flowers while he popping and while he doing his shit. Like, if you doing your shit, I'm going to give you your Message. flowers. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that's and we that's got what cool. I like to hear, man. For sure, for sure. Flowers. Everybody, I mean, everybody likes to smell them. Hold on. I ain't, yeah, everybody <laughs> likes to smell them. But all of y'all motherfuckers don't get them. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? You got to work for your flowers. Yeah. And that's that's the thing I've learned. I think uh, Joe Budden be saying this all the time. It's like, give people their flowers while they're here. Because people always wait for people to pass. Message! And then they be like, this nigga was so dope. And this was, but why didn't you let that nigga know that while he was here and could receive People it? just, the ego. Pride and That's ego. It's like, I don't want this dope. dude to know that he nice. Hey, look, nah, pride, I, want I you think. Yeah. <laughs> like, bro, you dope. Pride has been like the biggest problem here. That's real. a fact, bro. Because like, salute. 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 Everybody here is like, think they need to be in like industry. Cause you know Casey, Casey, no in this in the streets. Oh, in the streets. Industry. Okay, out here. It went from it, it went from, <laughs> it went from <laughs> industries to industry. Industry. That's a somebody fact. You don't even something. know what's real anymore. But go ahead. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, Casey was built on like like street morals and like you know mob morals. Let me let me not yeah. say street shit. That's like a vibe. mob that's morals. A fact. And it just because that's kind of where music like, the same way for real though music is like music dr- is the music streets. is a drug for real for real yeah yeah and like you see like a lot of you know drug dealers become rappers like oh man the, the rap game's like the crack game rap game crack game you, you want to know the funny thing no. about that real good metaphor no go ahead, go ahead. you want to know the funny thing about that like because everybody like it's like oh you got to be street to get like a record deal now and like people be doing like the like the fake thugging and yeah. like all that shit like it's some a lot of them niggas is real, but like some of them are not. And like the funny thing about that, the quickest way to like bypass all that shit is to literally be you. Cause it's Amen. like some Amen. of the niggas that I fuck with that will go nameless. It's just like they be like, damn, come on, you really hang out with them? That nigga really is like your homie. I'm like, yeah, because you don't gotta question shit that I do. He know, like if I'm my 100% myself around him, the reason why niggas fuck with me like that is because. Niggas who are not themselves and not genuine, you the type of nigga who would snitch. You the type of nigga mm. who would do like some other crazy shit. Like, nigga, I'm still from where I'm from. I still grew up in Wyandotte. But it's like, the reason why I fuck with niggas like that is like, they fuck with me because I'm not scared to be myself and I'm talented. And I fuck with them because I'm like, there's shit deeper than that street shit that, that you do. And I know it. And nobody, like, some people don't know it. They just think you the street nigga and this or whatever. But nigga, you are an incredible fucking human being you are super fucking talented like do some shit and we respect each other in that sense like niggas don't have to question me when i come up they like that nigga gonna be him 100 percent of the time mm-hmm. kamal gonna be kamal when he come through that's my nigga i'm so glad you got back to that point where y'all were talking about x mm-hmm. um that was a that was a point that came up in my mind like that authenticity like when mm-hmm. you were talking about his different musical influences and you could tell like he really loved the art like that's the biggest thing when it comes to music authenticity reads like it's it's one of the most common sayings you hear it all the time. Real recognize real. Yeah, yeah. like you don't you don't have to be this, you don't have to be that. But if you real and genuine in who you are, fuck with people you. gonna fuck with it naturally. 
they gonna fact. gravitate you because like, oh, this is who really who you are. Like, you ain't putting the front. You ain't trying to be somebody you're not. You just being you. And I fuck with that. That's a fact. But people be so scared because they just see they'll just see like what what gets they'll just see what gets them like just the clout easily or like what gets them like known the quickest and then they'll go that route and next thing you know like you blow up and become this person that you really not I think you gotta live under the scope of being somebody you not and then once your car gets six nine is the greatest fucking example of that yeah because that nigga was not like that bro I feel like anybody that just knows knew you know man that kind of bothers me and not saying I wish he was dead but (laughs) (laughs) no 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 because like I mean. I remember that time I told on my little cousin <laughs> it went way back when, and I wasn't a real nigga at that time. But, like, nah, the the fake shit need to stop for real, for real. That's a Cause, fact. And I hate how the world works because I wish, I wish, like, X was still here. Oh, God, you know, bro. But, Pop. I had to like trade a nigga. Pop, yeah. Pop smoke. Pop, right, yeah. Man, I mean, just niggas didn't give him his flowers. Name's dead. Yeah. I mean, like, that shit bogus. I should have tear. Even like, you tear could go back Pop years. Passed. You can go back to like Pocker Big. That's a fact. Or, or, mm-hmm. or, or any of that. I'm not saying, you know, for all those purists, I'm not comparing them. Right, I'm right, right. That. The real need to live more, and so everybody got to start. Everybody's got to be real. And just yeah, be you know what I mean. I'm I'm tired of like fake shit and just prospering and. and you know, it, you y'all tell. got stories to tell. That's like, tell fact. y'all stories. We here to support that. Because everybody's story is You different. don't need to have a street origin in your story. You Facts, don't, man. You don't. If, that's not you, if that's not you, just tell your story because somebody's going to relate to that. The yeah, yada yada supports the real. The facts. Always. Period. Facts. Always. That's why we here. I'm a big uh, Childish Gambino fan. Same. And uh, he got a line. He's like, uh, whiskey drinking, want to finish the whole bottle, but these black middle class, but these smart middle class black kids need a role model. And that stuck out to me because mm. that was me. Like, that was me. Like, he's not street. He never portrayed that. It's from, that. like, a great home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A very well-off and, like, there's <laughs> there's people that are going to relate to that. And people are going to feel yeah. that. People are going to love your music and love your authenticity in it. That's why all his, like, he's biggest supporters biggest influences. are, like, rich kids. Like, Jada Smith or yep. uh, Obama's daughter. Yes. Yeah. I was never going to say he, I was rich, but, I think <laughs> being, like, living good. Yeah, being yeah, black you know. and middle class and, and being an educated or not or just seeming educated because like to someone that's someone's someone that's not well off i seem like an intelligent person but i'm i'm not like i got c's and shit i'm average school you gotta you gotta walk that line like don't don't depict intellect man you're obviously an intelligent person well well, yeah i'm i'm you know just hear me out for a little bit i'm saying to add to your point about being yourself I didn't I didn't realize how easy it was until it's like I met y'all people or until like I meet a Joe. Joe affirms my like weird for sure. taste in Blink one eighty two and Hell like yeah. Limp Biscuit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah. I could you know, but everybody everybody got them same guilty pleasures. Like everybody thought Dragon Ball Z was cool, but ain't nobody wanna talk about the weird fucking shit that be happening in One Piece or like you know what I'm saying <laughs> no, like that's the, a fact it's like growing other up anime like growing up as kids that. like that shit wasn't cool like, exactly oh, but like, now, as a minority you listen to rock music like you fucking weird that's but now fact. I see I see people post like what's some good rock albums to listen to bro and that's or, the or, thing or you know what I'm saying or like rock and roll gangster by what anime movie. should I watch <laughs> bro that's a fact though but the reason you gotta really like understand it like as minorities we have an unrealistic like pressure to do anything like we have a pressure 
to be away because that's all we see. And then if you're not that way, the niggas around you have been so brainwashed that they not going to fuck with you either. So it takes, like, I'm not even saying that, like, oh, if you don't feel this way and you fall victim to it, you're weak. No, the the pressure is unreal and I know it because I could have been that nigga. I definitely could have been that nigga because my homies is them niggas. Shit, some of my family members is them niggas. And I'm just like, I see it though. Like I see it. You see and I close know the effects of like being that person. Exactly. I'm like, cause some most of the time, not saying that they not really like that, as in like they won't do it. But I'm like, a lot of niggas don't want to be like that. It's just like it's they at a necessity. Yeah. It's at a necessity mm-hmm. that it's they a are mechanism. like that. Yeah. And that's why I want to make the shit that I make so that niggas can be like. Nigga, when you listen to this album, you can let go of some of that pressure a little bit. Oh, we potting today. Oh, <laughs> we potting. You can, you can like really like be yourself and fully tell your fucking truth, in hopes that like the next nigga that's listening to you and is around you will do the same fucking thing because we are we are so prone to doing things that we feel are right but actually put a death sentence on you. Yo. Yes, Lord. That <laughs> shit's not real, bro. Mean man, you saying it all, man. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of a testament to. Just you and like the the other rappers in your class, I mm-hmm. guess, and it, you know that y'all changing shit, and y'all are being more open. For y'all sure. being y'all being yourselves, and like people can tell. That's a fact. Like it wasn't one time that I seen you at an open mic that it was like you know this nigga is like putting on an act. <laughs> like if, it, it's like if you come. <laughs> With the same energy you had one night, mm-hmm. and then you not like that the Every next night. two times, it's like, ah, I was that not, you not Something like was that. Was that nigga off a bean? <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> the bean like kid. He's rolling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't take no pill to have that energy. That's a fact, man. You, know, you drink all the Red Bull you want, but. You ain't gonna get there. Hey, man, it ain't nothing but authenticity this way, because I realize that's the quickest way to get what you want. Cause if you if you lying, you got to keep lying to keep up that lie, and you got to make and a new lie to keep up under that, that pressure. One. That's a fact, and that shit is not real. You got to live like six nine. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Facts, yeah. Facts. Imagine having all this money, but you can't really go outside. Because every time for you. you go outside, you scared, and you get into altercations. You got to be like people gonna try you, talent, challenge you. You don't even yeah. want to fight. Like you just yeah. like oh. damn. You spend all your money on security. That's a fact. Niggas don't want to fight no more. That's a fact too. That's a fact too. Hey man. <laughs> but that that ideal and like understanding that has kept me safe in life. For Cause sure. Like, Cause yeah. like like when I go out, I ain't you trying to like start no shit with nobody. I ain't trying to fight nobody. Man. You probably could beat the nigga up with the gun. You know what I'm saying? Like, I he can't, can't fight. Uh, he can't fight. I've but, been there. Hey, <laughs> bullets move faster than punches. Yeah. So unless fact. you an anime character. <laughs> 57. Unless you got the uh, siren gun, nigga. Yeah, you can or, see that man, shit Or coming, you Luffy. Guys. Luffy like, mm, don't, yeah, don't absorb that shit. Get off me, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you want? This ain't hurting me. <laughs> shit. Yeah, it's authenticity, man. That's what it comes back to. Rock and roll gangster. Rock and roll man. fucking gangster. That's why gangster. we here. That's a fact. So what was the creative process like making rock music compared to making rap music? Or were they was it the same for you? Um I feel like I feel like it was a little different because with and this is not to dumb down rap by any means, but it's it's just different rules to this shit. You can make a rap song and it could be about whatever the fuck you feel. Like at that moment it could be the most like little shit ever. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah, I wanna rap. It's like braggadocious. It's like I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Rock is like Man, it's so funny. Like, 
we would he would make a, a beat and like before he had the song done he'd be doing a loop and i start humming a melody mm. and i'm like this provokes me to say this shit and i have to be 100 percent in tune with myself and say what i'm going through because rock songs sound good but if you listen to all of them it is a message in that moment. It's a lot of pain. It's yeah, it's a, it's a lot of pain. Like hey, look, them niggas be hurt, bro. Crawling in my skin. <laughs> they like, be he's so like, hurt. Like think about that sentence. Crawling my in my skin. You're not. You're not comfortable with no. yourself. You don't like yourself. Yeah. Like that is. But he he's saying he's saying like my wounds starting to heal. But he's like he had to go through the pain. Yeah, the, probably he had to go through the growing pains of shedding really, that skin. I really think that's where that's rock a bar. Music, I, that's a bar. <laughs> I really think that's where rock music came from, because like, what other genre do you know that's really like screaming? Like think, they mm, they letting that out. Like I that's mean, that's all emotion. I think music is just like uh, it's very circumstantial. So like, whatever the time was, like that was the vibe. Like, how do I get out of this, or how do I say this? Mm-hmm. That's a fact. It's only a scream. So yeah. it's like that's what it came out as. It's fast. Mm-hmm. It's just like my life is just going everywhere right now. Yeah. I got to throw up. Yeah. Get, get that shit out. <laughs> Bro, oh god. Really? Like it just it was different in the fact that like I was vulnerable. I was in a shootout. So you never I, been this vulnerable in music before? Never. Mm. <laughs> like I I was in a shootout with a knife and no bulletproof vest on. And like I'm just like, yo, like anything right now like can hurt me like they can feel what I feel like the song love you would think it's about like you know being happy and all this shit but it's like love is a curse word but it's the only thing that I need like love and like do I believe in love like I doubt it like I don't know like it was just me being like it was on my real shit like this is how I feel like the different situations that I've been through like do niggas love you and do girls and shit love you because of what you can do for them or do they actually fucking love you because this game it got it twisted people will talk to you because you pop in and you can do something for them you know what it's like <laughs> yeah trust me bro <laughs> like you, you question me. everything like yeah. once you start questioning people's even reasoning for talking to you you start to become a different human yeah and you got <laughs> I, jaded you got to kind of catch yourself when it happens because i try to see the good in everybody that I talks to me because you never like if you start thinking like that you start having like a very skewed mind state y'all mm-hmm. got it y'all got to keep that alive and like fight that it's like purity you keep that pure, purity mm-hmm. it, it is a balance though because the reason like you feel that way for a reason that's a fact, you know what i mean dude. because there's a there's like a threat out there because of your circumstance your situation whatever what you, you can do. do yeah so it's like you gotta have that caution, but at the same time, you gotta live with an open heart, and you gotta you can't let that you can't harden your heart exactly. situations. And yeah, shit, exactly bro. because and you gotta then surround you, then yourself you start, with authentic that time, people. Yeah, that time you having right. a bad day could be your opportunity, and then Man. you you treat you just you, you know fly off the handle because you've been through so much shit. Exactly, but that was your blessing right there. Yeah, past experiences you can't let them fuck up future opportunities. Because if and you let that change who you are, do you not be you no more? Exactly. Come on, we killing point, trauma in 2021. <laughs> I heard uh, Mike Tyson say this shit. At that point, you're not even progressing or winning anymore. He was like, this dude was like, nah, I don't think I could forgive somebody after that or whatever. And he's like, no. He's like, you have to. He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, bro, that nigga just did this or whatever. He said, yeah, but at that point, you're letting them win because they changed you for the worse. Yeah. And then you didn't change them for the better. It was like, you got you to gotta forgive people and keep moving. Like, hope is alive, and this shit does exist, because if you don't, them niggas just turned you into them. I feel like we're in an anime right now. Oh, God. God. I think you should name this episode Anime is Life. (laughs) Because we keep coming back to that. It all comes back to that. There's a lot of life lessons in anime. That's a fact, dude. That's a super fact. That's that's the energy we started out on right when the podcast started. That's a a fact. 
y'all niggas give me hype. I feel like I should do push-ups or something. <laughs> you are on your healthy anyway, shit today. Yeah. Huh? I mean, that that's just some anime shit, though. <laughs> I got to train for this battle. <laughs> push-ups make you better at everything. You don't never see the nigga like swing the sword a thousand times. Or, like He just doing push-ups a thousand times. The chemical that made the special bomb attack. You never see that. You see him building up that energy to let out that bomb. You, you see a nigga doing push-ups or just like throwing punches. But that's the reason. Damn, I don't want to keep getting it's too deep. But that's the reason why the game is so fucked up and niggas is fake. Because don't do they put shit on Instagram and niggas don't post what they did to get there. They post fake shit because they're like, this is what y'all want to see. And this is whatever. And that's the beauty in music. I, that's you're the, posting, you're, you're saying almost your failures and your shit that made you get right here and be like super dope so like i'm i'm keeping you guys aware of all my like shortcomings and all the training the fucking a thousand times i swung the sword yeah. to be able to swing this once and take out 10 niggas yeah like it's like yo this is how we got here yeah this is like everything is a backstory and it's like but i'm here now I think, now i'm a rock and roll gangster but i went through so much shit yeah i've been doing be a shit rock for and roll years, gangster, like bro. you know like, what i'm saying like i struggled for 10 years to get to this point that's a fact but if, if it's not worth working for it, like if you can't work for it, then it ain't gonna be worth it when you get this shit. It could be taken away just Man. as quick. Easy and come, easy go. Real fact. quick. I, I would I I think that's like that's really important for because I think a lot of niggas that I've seen like have went through that. The I I guess every most of the rappers and musicians that I've met, you know, in in the town have been about it. Like y'all been consistent. You know what I mean? For y'all, sure. y'all have had that like same energy, that same vibe, yeah. And it's 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 a couple of fake people I know. Like, I'm not gonna you know not gonna say names because For politics sure. and shit. But uh, it's about y'all, not them. Facts. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's about y'all, not them. For real. But I do not like them. Just be yourself. And if I don't like you, that's okay. Because I can I can yeah. respect. Yeah. Well, you I can to. respect that you being yourself. We I was, can respect that you being original. But we was having that conversation last night. You don't gotta like somebody to respect them. Exactly. It's exactly. like I see what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing over there. Like, yeah. I just don't yeah, need to be around. I don't, you. I don't need it yeah. around me. <laughs> like, Nothing so. personal. I just don't need you around me. Bro. But I'm still rude for you. Like do your thing. Doesn't mean I'm hating on you by any means at all. Yeah. But it's just you know, it's just not you. Just not for me. I wish you the best. Over there, yeah, over there. That's the crazy thing. That's rare. We feel that way. A lot of people don't feel that way. They'd rather actually hate a nigga and fake and be around him and, like, do a lot of shit. And, like, when they say, I'm rooting for you, I wish you the best, they're actually hoping you fail. Yeah. they actually rooting for you. Like, when you do fail, they'll be like, see, I told you. I told you. That nigga was buns, bro. I told you that nigga was trash. But also, if you take off, they're going to be in the same way. They're going to be like, Mm -hmm. see, I always knew. Yeah, because like, no, they just see what you could do for them. If yep. you know what I'm saying, like once you get to that level, that's, Ooh, that's the worst kind of nigga. Is like I, I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, nigga, shut up. You, so you ain't if you knew though. it. You would have told us. <laughs> you didn't tell us shit. <laughs> you know how many messages I get like that on a daily? It be niggas in high school that I know I faded, bro. Like I, nigga, we caught the fade because y'all was on the date and shit. They be like, but we always knew you was gonna be big, no, you bro. Didn't. You had that shit. No, you didn't, nigga. You hated me. <laughs> it's like you was you, hating on fought. the nigga, bro. Like I'm glad that I don't got, <laughs> like I don't have to deal with that shit. Cause it's like lame. I don't know, like I don't. It's always kind of like I a dodge that like, shit. Like we do have those moments. It's kind of like a sweet, like yeah, like I. I made you I turn know, into yeah. that. That's why I God ain't give me that. Like, I will yeah. shit on you. Yeah. Like if I, no, especially if I fought <laughs> you. If yeah, I if I beat that. you in a fight and, and oh I said a fight. <laughs> if I beat you in a fight, like and, and you praising me 
over some like you know on some weird shit, not on some like <laughs> yeah you just punch me up. <laughs> hey, good shit, good no. shit, respect. Yeah. If, if it's on some, if it's if it's anything other than I like yo, I beat fight. your ass. I respect you. Thank you for teaching me a lesson. A <laughs> I don't accept it. That's not like I'm gonna shit on you. Fade me again, bro. Then, I can't even. I have to. That's let not that real. Yeah. You still being a fake ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. But you, at that point, you know you can't change them. So if you keep doing shit, expecting an outcome that is I'm gonna impossible, leave you already. You just gonna chase. It's him. not gonna happen. But Sometimes he had to you teach just me that. Let niggas be he wrong. He had to teach me that shit. Like I used to fly off the handle. I used to be like, yeah, bitch ass nigga. I told you they be talking. I'd be like, how are you talking about me, nigga? When you doing this and I'm doing this, like, nigga, what's up? And then I started realizing. I was ruining shit for myself. Now I look difficult. Now I look like the crazy and hot one. How you, the thing is, I need everybody possible to be receptive to my shit. Because here's the thing. I, I, I had this dream. I'm religious. I had this dream. And like, I feel like a lot of my shit is deep-rooted in God. And he was telling me, like, I, I was wondering why I wasn't popping, why I wasn't blowing up. And I'm like, bro, but I'm doing so much more than these niggas. I'm doing this and whatever. And I used to get mad. And I'm like, bro, he said, why do you think I put you here? And I said, I was like, to like help the niggas like me to like, you know, you know, feel a certain way and feel like they can do it. He said, but why would why would I put you here to serve them and not everybody else? Mm. He was like, yeah. like, they need help, too. They're only acting that way because they didn't want to go through the shit that you went through to be where you're at. Because if they acted like you and did all that shit, now they're susceptible and prone to niggas fuck with them. And now they got to fight every day. Not everybody feels that fight like you. So you're not here for just these people. You're here for the niggas who hate on you, too. You're mm. here for the world. I make mu I don't make music and do this shit for, like, these people. And it's like, oh, yeah, y'all niggas can't get it either. Nah, Joe, they need help, too. Can, can I get a message? Message? <laughs> <laughs> they got it. They need help, too. I need a reverend. <laughs> reverend Joe. Come Hallelujah, in. yo. Hallelujah. Facts. I feel that, but I had this. I had this. I had this thought last night. It's like you know, because a lot of people or like a lot of rappers, like yeah, I'm shitting on my haters. I'm shitting on my haters. They sleeping on me. This, 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 and all about people that aren't paying attention to what they're doing. But the people that are paying attention to cheer you on, like you kind of leaving them out because you're so focused on those who aren't paying attention to you. That's a fact. So you got to show love to those that are showing you love because those are the ones that are gonna take you far. Yeah, praises. We support y'all. So praises. Yeah, <laughs> I think. You know? I think the a lot biggest, of that. The biggest uh, stunt is turning them niggas into a fan. Yeah, turning a nigga who hated you into a fan. You got the last laugh. Every time, and I'd even have to put hands on you. You like if they now, a real nigga. man, they'll respect you. <laughs> I, I think. I think a lot of that. Slap your ass. I think a lot of that. I think a lot of that sentiment came through on the album. Like uh, he got songs for for the new the new listeners, mm -hmm. people who haven't haven't heard, haven't tapped in yet. And then he's got the songs for the fans, the people who have been there through the whole journey. Yeah, nervous like, callback. Nervous yeah, callback call in my mind. I can still and then rap. He's got the I can still rap. Yep, absolutely. Yep. But yeah. yeah. I, I would love to hear you like really dive into like either like some punk shit mm -hmm. or like some like some real grunge like down in the dirt like see I'm the man in the box shit man I got look <laughs> <laughs> man because it it gets they dark. Exist. you I mean you I know you working mm -hmm. as a person like to get yeah. to that I ain't gonna I know it's not easy for that for to, sure like, for that sure shit kind of shit to come out but like. Man, I think that's really like yo next level is like getting sure. getting closer to that heart mm -hmm. and, and getting closer to that pain. Yeah, man, I, I push appreciate out. that. I like honestly, feedback from people who actually fuck with me is the shit that like keep me going. It's been love since I met you, cause so it's like 
hearing shit like that, it's like, yeah, no, that's what we that's what we gonna be on. It's just getting there, you're right. This is the most vulnerable that I've ever been, but it's only like right to just keep the process. I need going. you to cry yeah. in the booth, bro. <laughs> I, nah, was bro. I was close. I was close. Just let it all out, nah, man. But it, you was close, but like I'm saying, like, let it out. Yeah, for sure. And, and, Cause when musicians do that, mm-hmm. it come out. It just is different. Yeah, like I could, I could tell y'all, I could tell y'all about my life in recent time. Like I've told Joe, and it would, it would be like a sad story or for a sad sure, song. For sure, or like, you know, everybody got a sad story to tell. Yep. But like, when you sing it, or different. when you, or when you cry it out, or like, I'm telling y'all, like, you, y'all like rock. I'm gonna get y'all in a grunge bag listening mm-hmm. to Dirt. By mm. Allison Chain, and, and you listen, you listen to that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. You you see, it's like all right. There's a different level to like. I ain't gonna say it's levels because everybody's different, but it's a different. It hit different. You can you can really tell your pain a different way. Yeah, and, and there's certain things that you could do with mm-hmm. your voice or like with with, with your producer mm-hmm. to just like insinuate that shit, like yes, make it a thing. Bro, like, that's why one at a time. Get them is my favorite song. See, I was yeah. want to come album. back to. I was want to come back because that's the closer, and it's completely different from the other songs. Because you know the, the, the album's full of like that rock star mentality. It's my it's favorite like, song. I'm out here wilding. I'm bodies full of tequila. This yeah. chick I just met is about to get fucked. <laughs> and I'm yep. ready. I'm ready to just turn the fuck up. But then one at a time, you start. You show that that pain. It's like the the line that's been running through the jungle has feelings and has emotions and feels mm, something. Like he's not part. just. He's just not that animal that's just wilding through the jungle, eating yeah. whatever's in his way. Like he does have love in his heart. And he yeah. does feel that pain from he's that human. love. Yeah, he's yeah. human. And so, like, I just want to kind of talk about that. Like, as why'd you choose that song as the closer? It was the best wrap up ever because it's it's funny because I am talking about a girl in that. But the thing is, it's a double entendre. Like, it's it's at the at the same point. I'm talking to everybody who like never accepted me. It's like you know, if you want to go and leave me alone, then I'm gonna let you. But you know, I die for this shit. Like, I die for like the recognition. And the like validation of like what I've been doing my whole life was worth it. Like I would do that shit, but it's like, is that shit really real? Is that it, or should I do this shit for me and the people who would like, you know, like fuck with me? And I don't, I don't care about the niggas who don't. But it's like as an artist, I want that shit. But I got here, and it's like it's all hype. And then like, it's also about the reason why I love it is because it's about it's about some shit up for me. Continue. For sure. Like it's about it's about my relationship that made this whole fucking album. Like the whole album's kinda like, yeah, these girls want me, but these girls ain't you. And did I fuck this up or did you fuck this up? And is love real or was this shit just a waste of my time? Yeah, man, tell me about your confusion, heart. bro. For real. Cause I've been there. Like I look, man. It's like <laughs> no, I'm, 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 that ass like made me for real. Make me not understand the song. It's an ode to a broken heart. Yeah, bro. Like one at a time is the best song I ever made because it's the most vulnerable I've been. Like, whoever knew me and Shorty who dated, they know that's about her. Like, if they listen to it, they're like, that's about Shorty. And then if she hears it, she's like, damn, that's about me. It's like, everything that I said was like so sneaky poetic. But it's just like, never again will I let a friend turn into more to turn back again. Like, I don't, I don't want you as a friend. I, don't, I want you as this. But if you don't want me like this and you pick that over what I could give you, like, if you want to go, then I'm going to let you. But, like, at the end of the day, I want you here with me. <laughs> like, like, I ain't want it, you here ain't it hard, <laughs> Ain't it hard being the main anime character? Oh, God, <laughs> so much pressure. Look, Naruto, 
<laughs> for like a whole series. It was like Sasuke or Sakura. I love you. <laughs> Bro. You know what I'm saying? Like he was like, look, come on. I'm, I'm working hard. I'm training hard. I'm trying hard and shit. And then the one time that she fucked with that nigga, it was to fuck with that nigga. To, right. For, for uh-huh. out of need. Bro, I she, was, she did God, that shit to keep him like, from going to like, he might die. She was like, no, I love you, bitch. You lying. You're lying look, to me. Look, look. I know. You, look, you trying, to, you trying to kill me for real. Bro, <laughs> don't die, bro. No, nah, because, all right, if you, in, in the story, that's, that's love, like, though. That's literally the only time that she, like, comes on to Naruto. That's a fact. And, like, I feel that because it's like, Honestly, if you really just think about, like, the first lyrics of the verse was just like, I wish I never loved you because now I hate you. Honestly, your treachery that made me grateful because now I get it. But like, I, I hate that you had to do that to me. But the thing is, now I understand it and I'm grateful for the lesson that you taught me. But I hate you now, and I, that is not where I want to be with you because I love you. Was that if like, I don't love you, then I hate you. Was that, <laughs> that, 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 that. Yeah, that bro, shit, shit is crazy. so bad. Was that, that like your first time, time I ever wrote. being in love in like a romantic context? Uh, that deeply, yes. Yeah, like, okay. I've, I've talked to girls, and I, I've loved them, and I had like love for them. But, but there's, this is the there's first time level. I said, I want you and nobody else. I'm going to marry you. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. the first time I felt that. Like, the whole album, if you think about it, the whole album is me battling with decisions if I should be jaded or if I shouldn't. Or like, do you love me or do you not? Like, mm-hmm. I ain't had a bad bitch in too long. Like, too many savages and ain't no good ones. Like, because I've been looking. But it's yeah. like, after Shorty left, like, I'm looking. But it's not there. And even love, it's like, is it a real thing? No, I doubt it. Like, loving you is hard. Or loving me it's is hard, hard but, but loving, loving you is impossible. impossible. Like, everything that I'm talking about on the album is just like, I'm fighting with the thought, is this shit real or not? Like, what where am I at with this shit? But like that's why I was the most vulnerable because that's how I really feel and I will never talk about it openly for real in interviews maybe but in my music to o- talk about it openly I have to write it in a song first and now I can discuss it. And, you and talk- can I can yeah. I interject? I don't want to I don't want to take away from the the deep meaningful conversation that we're having right now because this is an important conversation to have. But I just want to accentuate the artistry like. uh as far as our camp is concerned, we we are definitely students of the game, and we really, really watch, like, album progression. Like, every album that comes out of this camp is going to tell a story. Mm-hmm. And so, like, each track is the next chapter in that story before it <laughs> yeah. all comes down That's to one at a time at the end. Yeah. And so it's really, like, uh, a revelation. It's, a, it's growth. It's a character arc. You know, if we're going to stick with the anime topic, it's a character yeah, arc. as a fact. For sure. Fact. And so I just wanted to, I, I didn't want that to go unnoticed. Yeah, because sure. I think, I don't know if it's a one at a time, but there is a point in one of the songs where you say, like, I make songs for bitches I've been with to, like, nod their head to or something. Oh, yeah, that was, uh, that, that was my mind. my mind. It was okay. like, uh, how did it, how did, how does no, uh, my mind start? Uh, ooh, uh. We might have to play it. <laughs> we might have to play it. Nah, yeah, taking shots you did mention, you did mention that. You was like, I make songs for bitches that I used to be with to nod their head to or, yeah, or yeah, something. Like, yeah. Something along the lines of that. Mind. That's the first verse of my mind. That sounds like some Drake shit. But it comes back to one at a time, though. I like yeah, making that, my that exes sing along. There it is. It is. Pussy, don't do it for me no more. I like making my exes sing along to songs saying, fuck them, man. Hope that they love them. No, this ain't a flex. I got this off the muscle. I might pop a vein in this bitch. Yeah, yeah. I, make, I make songs so that like when they hear them, like, yeah, I'm talking about you, and I'm like, I'm, I'm not putting your name in it, but you know I'm talking about you, but you're not in your head though. You know this song is good, 
you know, the way you <laughs> fucked me over you made him, me great. You Live with it. That Live sick with it. Like, come on, come on. Message. Come yeah, on, come on. Yes, sir. Let's talk that shit, man. Yes, sir. Love, it's a beautiful thing, but damn, that shit hurts sometimes. Oh, God, but it makes great art. It does, and that's, that's the <laughs> shitty thing. It's like, why do I have to go through that to have this beautiful art? I mean, nothing worth having. You didn't have to, like, struggle for it, bro. Like, please, please say your, uh, your book excerpt. Oh, the, uh, the main goal of an artist is to make his pain accessible and appealing for everybody. Like, the only way you're going to fuck with me is if my pain is appealing to you and it can touch a trigger in you that maybe happened to you or you just like the fact that I've been through, not like the fact, but I've been through some shit and you like the fact that I'm being honest about it. You, you have to take to your it. pain yeah. and just like make it be like, yeah, this happened, but I'm cool. And this is how you get through that if you were to ever be there. Yeah, I mean, you got to get that pain out because if you just sit in, let it sit in you, this is going to eat you alive forever. You're never going to be telling me that you shit yesterday. <laughs> Can you hit a message, please? Yes. Message. <laughs> you got to throw up sometimes. You got to get it out of you, man. man. It'll just eat you on the inside if you don't. Let's take the shot. Yes, sir. Salute. 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 Hey, Great positive. This has been dope, yeah, bro. This, <laughs> this ain't the drinks. I don't want it to end. Well, we drinking this bitch. So. Is is rock music gonna be the genre you start going into going forward, or are you gonna still di dive into rap? I think right now, I will go deeper into the pop, like punk, like rock shit. But I want to do everything. Like this was just the introduction to I can do this too. So everything will have a lot of this shit, and I'm gonna go deeper with the like rock and shit. But I'm gonna also be rapping. I'm gonna also try to do more R and B shit, like. I want every album to be a new plateau of shit. Like, when you hear a Kanye album, you'd be like, yeah, this has elements of 808s and Heartbreaks, but this is my Dark Twisted Fantasy, and this shit is crazy. Yeah, and then you hear I Jesus wanna, in, in My Beach Twisted Fantasy. Yeah, and it's, and you hear, it as, as it progresses, you just become a bigger artist. So, like, what I'm doing is, say you're playing a video game, mm -hmm. and, like, you go and you beat this boss, and you unlock this blade, and then you fight, and then you unlock this move. And then when you get to the final boss, you have this sort yeah, this arsenal of things that you can put into the final project. That's the goal. Every time I make an album, I gain a new skill. Every time I do a different genre, I gain a new skill. Just, and so that's that's the goal is to do everything exceptionally at the same time. I just want to uh, be on a public platform when I say this to you specifically, Kamal, as a <laughs> friend and as a collaborator. As a collaborator, please. Do not let the lyricism die. There are not there are not enough real lyricists in the game no, anymore. And Kamal is absolutely you are absolutely one of the last <laughs> living lyricists, bro. Yo, thank like, you. Niggas ain't got bars like that no more, bro. Clips for I'll rap real. To the day I die, I rap to the day I die. If it's one thing I'm gonna do, I'm gonna rap. I'm you just don't want to rap no more. Just bro, that. even if I don't want to rap no more, like it's like. But then you can still rap. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, maybe I don't want to rap. Maybe like I want to do like some other shit. But I still gotta let y'all know it's not sweet. I Look, can still rap. Yeah, bro. dirt. Yeah. <laughs> Allison Chain, grunge. Mm -hmm. I need you to dive like deep. I need you to For be. Sure. I need you to be. I need you to be Naruto on the swing. Yo, when they was fucking with Cuz. Yep, yep. I'm on. When that. they was like, Yo, Sasuke is tight as fuck. And <laughs> Naruto on the swing this whole time. Naruto stronger than Sasuke now. That's a fact. That's really like, my. If, Naruto if about, is like, my story. One. Like Naruto is my story. I watch everybody get. And this is no shame to anybody, but I watched everybody get the fame, the uh, accolades, the validation before me. And I started before a lot. And like, I, I wasn't like, it's not like, oh, you're trash. It's just the fact that niggas did not want to say that I could do shit. Mm -hmm. They literally withheld shit from me and would just not let it happen. And so like, 
when I made uh, a month before my 25th birthday, I remember when I started making, I said, I'm going to drop this and I'm ne- like, I'm putting pressure on everybody next. Like everybody going to know when it come to me, I'm going to do it. I'm a rap. I'm a spit. But like I watched all that shit happen. I, I watched niggas who hated me turn into my biggest supporters. And only because I stayed so genuine and I didn't like be like, fuck you and this and whatever, like that shit fueled me to be better. Cause I know like you're saying that, but at the end of the day, you're doing that to like one of the biggest hopes like here. And that's not me being narcissistic, but it's just like, I know what I was put here to do. So just because you don't like me right now, doesn't mean I'm not doing it for your benefit. Like you go to the doctor, they give like you a kid and they give you a fucking shot and you like, why the fuck this nigga hurt me, this and whatever, but he's doing it for your benefit. Like, he's doing it because, like, he care. I'm doing this shit because I care. And That's at the end of the day, everybody going to turn around, and they're going to be like, damn, Kamal been there. Kamal been doing that shit. And Kamal going to be, Kamal Malik is going to be one of the biggest names, and I'm speaking this and I mean it, coming out of Kansas City or the world, they're going to be like, damn, we saw this nigga the whole time. We saw this nigga do that shit the whole time. He said, fuck it, and push through everything. Look at that nigga. And I'm going to be like, yeah, but you, like, look at y'all too. Like, come on, let's go. Yeah. Like, I'm bringing niggas with me. We up. That's how we got to do it. That's, a fact. That's the only way we can do it. That's the only way we're going to come into the top. All right, man. I like the sound of that fucking anime. I just, <laughs> just got to, you know, I got to be able to wield swords and shit. Dual wielding. Do a thousand push ups. Also, punch <laughs> niggas. You know, just hit me up <laughs> whenever you build in my character, run it by me first. You know? <laughs> just let you. me know. You're definitely in the anime. That's one thing I do want to do when I'm done rapping and making music. I want to be a voice actor for animes. Like, I want to be like, you got the range like, for Yo, it. that's Kamal. Like, that's Wh- Kamal Malik. Which character you want to be? I don't know. I don't even know. I want, like, I want There's something so new and groundbreaking. We have, a, we have so many scripts well, yeah. in the works right <laughs> yeah. now. But what I, I, even shit that I didn't write, I just want to voice act for like some Shonen Jump shit. But they like, Kamal's been a rapper, and this nigga's super popular, and he does fuck with anime. We're gonna bring Kamal in as the voice actor on this, and not like a, mm. a random shit or something like that. I mean, like one of the next Naruto's, one of the next One Pieces, and they'd be like, No, Kamal is that voice actor. Like nerd shit, nah, we're going into nerd shit. I feel that Ichigo. The voice actor of Ichigo was the first black uh, uh, black Power Ranger, or second black Power Ranger. He was the Asian uh, Power Ranger. That was the Black Ranger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is the voice actor of hella anime characters. But he was a Mighty oh, Morphin Power that's Ranger. Crazy, exactly. That's, that's really crazy though. <laughs> he's a, he's I, a voice actor I, I see now. that nigga. I see the little, the fucking vest and shit. Yeah, yeah. he was the Asian Black Ranger. He was the first Naruto. Who, or, no, 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 he was Ichigo. Or Ichigo. I know a, who, I know a fact. Who I else was he? Look it up on your phone before I say it out loud. Can I? Can yeah, I yeah. Do this? You said what? I said who else was he? Uh, so he's if you watch Code Geass, he's that he's the, he's Lelouch. Yeah, he's Lelouch. And okay. then uh, and like he he plays like side characters and like other shit. Like I I know the voice. Yeah, he's for sure. Ichigo. Just like, anybody who you be like, oh, that's Ichigo. That's the second Black Ranger. That's hard as fuck. <laughs> like on the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, it's crazy. I think Power Rangers prepped us for anime. That's a kind of fact. Because <laughs> it was like, an anime in fact. itself. It was just like real life anime. That's These motherfuckers just niggas, morphed into look, a giant machine. We all didn't the, understand like, Power Rangers. All the like extra movements, like the uh, uh, like all that shit. Yeah. It's anime, bro. Like, like they come together, do like they little like, I'm the elephant. Yeah. <laughs> I want to. Pterodactyl. I, yeah. I want to talk to, I wanna <laughs> talk to somebody like that, that was like there for the rollout for Power Rangers. 
Cause like I only Man. ever remember Power Rangers being a thing. Right. I, yeah. That's like one of my first memories. Like, like oh, it's just around. Like, Power so, Rangers hey. on my cake. The like, White so, Ranger hey, I got fuck. this story. Yeah. Uh, this is the role. You gotta be these dudes in these helmets, and they're like Rangers, but then they come together and they make a giant thing, and they take orders from this bald white nigga in a tube. Bro, it's, like, <laughs> it's like '89. It's like 1989. Somebody tell you that right. they fight in the same place. Like Godzilla fighting. So, so I, I I verified my facts. So. Uh, <laughs> As we talking about musicians in the anime scope and everything, so have y'all seen Into the Spider Verse? Yes. Um, so Penny Parker, the girl with the little spider that lives in that uh, robot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you know who the creator is? No. no. Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance. What? Yes. Yeah, he I created that, that character. So I, I just think that's a crazy fact, and that really just like, you know, accentuates the. The creative genius. <laughs> Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance created Penny Parker from Into the Spider Verse. That's fucking hey, dope. When you're a real creative, that's it mad, don't like stop it. at your niche. You can like exactly. like music and do all this exactly. shit, but then you can also be like, but I like this shit too. Yeah. Maybe I want to do this shit too. Like you can you should never stop progressing as long as you live. If you're done with music, go try to do some other shit. Yeah, it's like we did the podcast and all of a sudden like now we're doing like these live in studios, which is like tiny Hell desk yeah. type shit. Yes, sir. Wait till the sitcom sitcom come out. Oh. Man. Joe, hey, Joe's gonna be. Jerry. Let us yeah. act in that. Oh yeah, of course, man. Y'all could be some side characters. I feel like yeah. I got. Yo, I also key, feel like I have to key, say I pause, I so everybody knows, because I said sitcom is sitcom <laughs> pause. <laughs> People don't no, know. I, I ain't gonna lie. I just had to. I uh -huh. call it when bitches is riding it. That's sitcom. Wow. <laughs> I don't even want to say what I wanted to say. Before. Message. I can't even follow that up. People don't know this about Jerry. That was my my true first love was acting. That's a like, fact. I, I went to I went to college on a full ride like acting scholarship. Like, that's, that's tough. That's why I was in musical that's theater and shit. That's like, why you're so dynamic when you rap. Man, musical theater is how I got into music. Like for real. Not a bad beginning. Like, yeah, like it's, so it's and I did uh I did spoken oh, word and stuff and it was just like the the segue between that. All art is create is connected. Yeah. Like all music, creating is connected. Music music uh music acting like it's all it's all in the same universe. absolutely because it all absolutely. it all it all elevates the art and that's the point i want to get to creators gonna create exactly that's that's what a creator gonna do he gonna create mm -hmm. so they gonna find that. a way like in the pandemic pandemic like we talked about before the pause like mm -hmm. you got to see who's really not like who's really creative out here like in a what can you do in a time where people can't get together the cream right. will rise man that's always fact, man and we seeing it right now joe are you ready is the best thing to you can do duel? artist hmm? are you ready to duel yet not yet but we getting there. I'm getting my powers up. What are we doing? <laughs> we about, it, it's going to be a duel later. <laughs> <laughs> the duel. I'm fucking with it. So, Kamal, what's your plans for the rock and, rock and roll gangster universe? You going to put some videos out? What you got planned for it? Look, man, we about to do so many videos. I'm Nah, I'm probably not going to do the little, like, I was going to do, like, a little movie thing. but a Short film? Yeah, but the thing is. MGK just did it, and I don't want to. I want to. Nah, man. So I'm like, fuck. But yeah, I had man. the whole idea in my head. But okay, so we're gonna do mad music videos. We're gonna, um, we gonna go touring like here soon. When shit open back up, I can't wait to perform these songs because there's so much energy in them, and I already perform things like rock songs. So like, when I have an actual rock song, I can't wait to do that shit. I'm about to do a couple acoustic versions of certain songs, like Love for sure, mm -hmm. one at a time for sure, um, and. Yeah, man, I just want to like, I just want to double down and just like make new shit. Like, I want to in like emphasize the fact that this album is like it, it's some groundbreaking shit and maybe even a deluxe. Because when I tell you we made, me and Gotti went back and he was like, "Do you understand how much you were over here like this last year?" I was like, "What do you mean?" He said, "There's more than 300 songs." 
damn in my laptop from you just coming over and being like like we go through he start a sample and then i just start rapping to it before he even does the beat and then we do that i do a hook i do a verse i'm like if we like it we'll come back and he said it's more than 300 songs might drop a deluxe with just like some of the extra shit geronimo Oof. I don't know if Oof. I want to sell that one or do that one. Like that hey, is man. one of that's one of the best hooks I've ever wrote in my fucking life. Like, but it's not finished. Uh, it's not done all the way. Like, I'm trying to see: do I want to put a verse on it? or Do I want to do something? Because it's like, it's the hook that I did, and then Jerry got the verse. Okay. And um, I'm just trying to figure out what I want to do with it. But beyond that, it's like 300 other songs that Damn, I can like I can so pick from. A deluxe will be coming. Absolutely. All right. Bet, bet, man. So are you going to have a live band with you when you perform this album? Uh, when you can't perform live? Well, I want to with certain songs. I know that Gotti is a great drummer. I know that Hijack plays the guitar. I know that, like, we got people who can put it together. If we can figure out how to get the same vibe, you know, with a live band, mm -hmm. then I will definitely have the live band with us when we perform. Because at that point... At that point, we're not even necessarily performing. We're vibing with each other, and everybody's You're making just music watching. live. Yeah, yeah. and like at that point, it's not like the beat's playing, and I'm the only one up there doing something. We're all in this little, in this little pocket of like music. Is it is it okay for us to throw up? You said it's at okay show? for you. To, yeah, hey, like when, absolutely. You know, when me and if y'all don't, I'd be offended. <laughs> like if you don't mosh pit. And drink tequila or whatever you drink. If you don't come, like I people, tell people this all the time. I said at the end of this, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell you a snapshot of what we gonna do when I'm on this stage. Let them know. I'm gonna get up here. I'm gonna yell. I'm gonna scream. I'm gonna leave this motherfucker drenched. And if you don't this, do this, it, why I the need. fuck did you come? This is what I need. Look, <laughs> and like I understand. say that before every. We show. haven't been to a concert in like a year. I need <laughs> this energy. Look. On, yeah, on the weekends, me and Joe throw up. Like yeah, this. I'm just here to throw up. We and not bulimic. We just be, you know, we be tea. <laughs> yeah, that's just the energy I want to be on. Cause it's been so long since I felt that energy at a, at a live show. We, me and Joe are like frequent concert goers. Hell yeah. So like, whatever the vibe is, we with the vibe. So y'all yeah. fucked with the live show when y'all seen it? Yeah. Okay, bet. Cause I was, Cause there. I, went, I wasn't crazy. there. Kamal's but humble. I've, I'm not. You know, I watched footage. Kamal's humble. He's not gonna say it, but I'll say it for him. Like you know, our show is the show. Like you, you, you gotta come. You gotta see it. You like, got. You have to see it to understand bro, like what we're talking like, about. We be, there's, there's a, a difference start between dancing. Like at a point, like, bro, <laughs> like dead ass. Like we put. It's like a whole journey. You gonna come and we we gonna fucking turn the fuck up. Like it's not like I'm performing. It's like we're having fun. You know, That's yeah, what it is. I mean, I'm telling y'all. You know we're about to have fun. You know the so. difference <laughs> between being conceited, like being conceited and being real. Yeah. Preparation. Exactly. We put a lot. You could of tell who you could tell who's prepared for the moment, show. and Absolutely. then who's just who's just there to like I'm just gonna make it happen, and then they like oh shit, it didn't happen the way I thought it would. We right. put a you lot of work into it. Like That's this is not something that we just have. Like, we were we, practicing shows before we could even get shows because like like I said, niggas wasn't fucking with us. The the game was toxic to us at that point, and we was like, yo, when we do finally come out, niggas is gonna be like, yo, and remember that first like, show? I was, I was, remember that first show when we was up there and we did that shit and like. The promoter walked up to me. He said, yo, like, I knew you was good. I didn't know you was going to do that. What the fuck was that? And I Look, said, what I've been training my whole life for. Let's, let's, Don't play with me. Let's, <laughs> let's preface this. Let's preface this. Like, people people rehearse their shows. Like, that. that's a normal thing. People rehearse. But we, living in an apartment, 
you know, where we can't disturb our our uh, neighbors and stuff like that. We was outside, hundred plus degree heat for weeks. Yeah, outside, I remember that. Outside prepping our show, like Shit. blasting, like we had a car pulled up next to us, playing it off of the stereo, and just going through our show for hours at a time every day in hundred degree heat. I remember, heat. I remember like, Seal. Shout out Seal, man. He's the other member of Up to No Good. He he was watching because he wasn't gonna be there. He's a he's a father, and he like has a shit, but he was like. He's kind of like our manager at a like, Absolutely. honestly. Absolutely. But like he was like, we manage each other. Yeah. And so like <laughs> he was he was going. He'd be like, yo, do it. And then like we'd be performing. He'd be like, starting it over. You didn't do it right. Yeah. Do it. He started over. You didn't do it right. Yeah. That's good. You needed people like that. You're for sure. He's I, like, no, you was on this side. You were supposed to be on this side. Start it over. Because he knows it. like you your that, potential, like, like where you need to be. Still comes. Still comes for that too. I told you like I did musical theater and mm -hmm. everything like that. Like during rehearsals, like you get on stage and you start doing your piece. And if you mess up, your uh, your director, your coach is gonna stop you immediately and tell you do it again. And you gotta start from the time. beginning. Yeah, like you start it over from the very beginning and just go through it again so you don't mess up the entire time. Anytime you mess up, they stop you. Say do it again, and you take it from the top. That's that's how we rehearse. Yeah. That's how we do it. Perfection. Like we yeah, we exactly. perfection. People they don't say, know the work. People they say practice shit. makes yeah. perfect. I mean, no, people, perfect people practice makes perfect. Though. Exactly. Because mm -hmm. like I know I, you can tell. Like it's probably been a hundred people I've seen, or like a couple hundred at the open mic, mm -hmm. but it's like you stand out. Hey man, I appreciate that for real. It's just the facts. That's because yeah. you you practice for the moment. Just, I do you, definitely, it, definitely. It, it, it's just it is what it is. Like what y'all just talked about, that happens. That's mm -hmm. a fact. And you see people at open mic who don't practice and they go up there just try to free the mm -hmm. freestyle it, and it's just like nah, that that didn't work. Or nah. like even even if you do practice, is like nerves anywhere, and like if yeah. you don't have nerves, yeah. then you you don't really. You're love a this. different. You you either God or you like. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, for real, for real. Because I know I know like the the best ones get nervous. Yeah, or like, always. You always get butterflies. Remember when the, he was like, "Bro, you sound like," okay, so it was this Michael Jackson thing where he was like, "Oh, bro, you killed it." He said, "Nah, I don't like it." He's like, "I spent three times. I wanted to spend four. Something happened." That's, that's from Motown. Motown Thirty. The documentary. Motown Thirty. Or where 35. he did the uh, moonwalk it's, for the it's first oh. time. Where Michael Jackson did the moonwalk mm -hmm. for the first time. Like that goes down in history. It's one of the best performances of all time. Yeah. Like you ask anybody, that's on their list. Michael Jackson, when he got off stage, he was crying. And somebody came up to him and was like, yo, like, yeah, you did that. Like, you should cry. Take in this moment. And he's like, no, I messed up. And they're like, what are you talking about? He was like, I in my spin, I only spun around twice. I wanted to spin around three times. And he was crying because he thought he messed up that performance. Mm. That's, he, that's the mentality of a true artist, like somebody, a, a real perfectionist. This nigga, like, I didn't even get that I was doing that. But like I was like, bro, we could have done that. Like I messed up right here, and like we were supposed to do it like this and whatever. He said, "Do you understand? The entire floor was fucking vibrating." He's like, everybody in there was yelling your lyrics. Nobody noticed that this shit. I didn't notice that you didn't do it the way you wanted to, and I was Can dead you, ass pissed. I want to kind of you know argue that because I because I want you to appreciate your moments and be there for the moments and for not sure. thinking not thinking about like yo I just messed up or like I missed the spin bro like it's hard I, to do think you, that way do you, you want to give like, them the secret it. the thing that I tell you every time about an audience yeah you you want to give them you want to give no, it you to them you wanna, do okay it. so uh this I keep going back to it this comes from the musical theater background like uh so once you get on stage it's a suspension of belief that's that's what they call it suspension of belief Whatever you do on stage, the audience is going to believe it. 
they don't know you messed up until you tell them you messed up. That's a fact. So yeah. whatever energy you come out with, whatever energy you portray, the audience the audience is going to reciprocate that energy. And so if you come out like like he says, like at the opening of every yep. show, he's like, you know, I'm gonna come out here, I'm gonna be drenched, I'm gonna give it my all. And if y'all aren't vibing with it, what did you come for? Like if you don't that leave energy, like me, yeah. why are you here? That energy, <laughs> yeah. you put that energy out, the audience is gonna believe it. Like that's the secret. That's mm-hmm. the secret to performing. If you come out nervous, if you come out unsure, the audience is gonna feel that and they're gonna reciprocate it. They're gonna give that back to you. Oh, he was nervous. He messed up. But if you come out like everything I do on the stage, I meant it. Y'all gonna feel it. We gonna have a good time. I'm a vibe. I'm gonna show y'all my art. Y'all gonna love it. If That's you come facts. out with that energy, mm-hmm. yeah. they gonna believe it. Yeah. That's the only reason I be I be going or like I'm gonna listen mm-hmm. or like it, it's gonna catch my eye. Nobody only pays because money. of that though. Nobody pays money to come to a show to not have a good time. Exactly. Like <laughs> you everybody in here, yeah. <laughs> everybody in here paid to get in here. Mm-hmm. Everybody in here wants to have a good time. They want to see a show. Give them a show, man. Yeah. Put up. Put us your heart. Put your heart and soul into this shit. That's a fact. Because the crowd gonna give it back to you. That's a fact. All right. Well, it's been a great podcast. For sure. It's been an awesome, awesome conversation with Jerry Kamal. Now, before we wrap this up, man, we like to play a game we have here on the podcast called Whose Bar Is It Anyway? Hey. You get to have a duel as anime characters. You're about to have a duel here. Come on. You ready? All right. So here. expansion. On this, <laughs> on this segment, we like to ask the artists who are their top five favorite rappers are. And do you remember the list you sent us? Yeah, it was Lil B, uh, Lil Wayne, uh, Andre 3000, Tyler the Creator, and Lupe Fiasco. All right, so what I'm we do? My glasses off. Let me so get serious. Can't, Nick's can't game see time. my reflection. It's game time. So what we do here on this on this segment is we like to take the five artists that you mentioned, mm-hmm. and we like to throw you five verses or five bars, and you have to tell us whose bar is it anyway. Okay. Are you ready to do this? Yes, sir. And Jerry, you can help him out if you like. Oh, no, I'm going to be silent. All right. right, So you ain't got no lifeline out here, Kamal. I got it. Are you ready? If he want to phone a friend, I'll I'll check in, but I'm I'm ready. Are you ready? Ready, Kamal? Yeah. Let's get it on. (laughs) You want to go first? I ain't trying to check a bag. Can we get another jet? I ain't gassing niggas up, but that fuel is 50 grand. Passion fruit in DR had me dripping in the sand. New nigga from New York. I'm a, <laughs> I'm gonna give him stick hands. I'm gonna give him stick hands. Sorry, I, I didn't realize the verse was like that. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you you want more? I will keep going. Yeah yeah yeah. Go. Sticky fingers from the green. Oh damn, I can't finish. Why? That, that's it. That's because it. It gives it away. Okay. It literally tells the whole song. Nobody from that list. I is could from read New it. York. I could read. I could read it over. Yeah. So if, you want to read it over? I'm silent. Is that Wayne? No. Who was it? You had no, was if nobody's over. if nobody's from New York, which one of them would say they from New York? It's a tough. It's a tough one. Because it wouldn't be Lupe. It wouldn't be. It'd be Tyler. Was it Tyler? You don't get that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. No. I gotta let it be known. Though. Yeah. yeah. You don't get the point, but it, it is Tyler. It's four thirty-five. All right. Bet. 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 All right. Yeah. All right. That's so. why it's like the next. I'll read the next line. Sticky fingers from the green. Jasper playing with the grams. Okay, yeah, yeah. That that's why I couldn't do it. What, what album's that off of? Uh, it's off four thirty five. It's a single. It's just okay. a Lucy. Okay, okay. that's yeah. probably one of his newer shits. Yeah. yeah okay. Was, yeah. It yeah. Came out in uh, twenty eighteen. Okay. Yeah. Bad, one bad, bad, one bad, of them bad. freestyles. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bad. It was. It was. Look, I I want to win. I got you. I got you. <laughs> we I end this I'm not missing no more. Go All ahead. right. You ready for the next one? Yeah. All right. You ain't a hater. Can't tell. Either wish me well. Go to hell or go to yell. Study human behavior so you know who the hell you dealing with. A nutty, but the study. Andre three thousand. 
<laughs> yeah. See, we've been doing this so long, I can kind of catch the rhyme schemes and the mm-hmm. rhyme patterns yeah. of the artists. Joby, Joby giving y'all this rhyme schemes. I know, I know y'all, really y'all rappers, y'all know the schemes. Nah, when he said the thing about, uh, when he said yell, I said th- three stacks. That, that. He the only nigga <laughs> talking about that flow. That flow could only be, uh, go ahead. Oh, it's from Mighty O from the Idlewild soundtrack. It was the only, okay. out, the yep, last yep, Outcast yep. song they did together. Yeah, okay. Cool, the, cool, cool. The, that flow could only be yeah. Andre 3000. That's why I was like, Because it's like the rhyme scheme. Yeah. You got the next one? Yeah. All right, go ahead. Only live one time. I'm trying to keep my head right. Niggas doing fed time. That simulated me. I've been going hard, so I'm facing like 55. Niggas don't want that. that I've been nope. That's a little B. Yeah, tell him, nigga. That's a little B. Hey, that's a look. Hey, that's a classic. That's O five fuck. It didn't rhyme at all. That's a little God. B. <laughs> but he was talking. He was oh talking about Fed Time. I was like, he said Lil B rhyme. said he got ten B. felonies. No, I know it's Bill Bellamy. <laughs> oh God, he's Bill, Bill Bellamy. Bellamy. But that's the thing. If he said that, he'd be like, I was a goon. Now I'm a pretty bitch. Like that's what I was hoping for. Like I'm like, if if Lil B was talking about street shit, this he'd this say it. this one of the ones where he like went in the booth is like, I'm not playing. Lil like B can really rap and niggas don't know that. How many no. of these do we get? Uh, five. Five. So that right, was you what, can't miss three? no more. I know that was three. Yeah, that was three. So you won for two. All right. So here's the next one. Now I ain't trying to be the greatest. I used to hate hip hop. Yup, because the women degraded. But too short made me laugh. Lupe. Like Absolutely. You know what song yep, that's from? The yep gave it. Away. I've heard. I don't know the name of the song, but I have it on. My, I have it on my playlist. It's all food and liquor. It's called yep. Hurt Me So. Yep. yep. You got it. Yep. Got it. Food and liquor. Yep. All right. Get. Yeah, you go. Let me go. Okay. Here's. I can't find mine right now. Let's see. Right, here it is. All right. I know you see the drop because getting money is what we on. Riding drop top in the Wayne. winter. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Come on now. Give me some more. Come on now. Give me some more. Let's see. Do we got one more for him? Y'all want to do 10? Give, give me a second. All right. You know what song that was from? No. I it was. It was but I, can, I literally heard the verse. Like, I suck with names of songs. Mm. Like, that's why I was like, this one song that sounds like this or yeah. whatever. But I know the song. That was the upgrade you freestyle. Yup. Yup. Yep. Got mm-hmm. it. You got the next one? I think it's your last one. Got it. <laughs> I'm a shooter with I'm a shooter nigga with the tall ass bitch. Might lay yeah, up, but, but I, I dunk on, on the bitch. Shout out to the WNBA. <laughs> I got on. some fine ass girls. I want to fuck in the, the mouth. mouth. Come, Come on, on little B nigga. <laughs> All right, yeah, he 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 really a little B fan. <laughs> I just had to I just had to test it because he was like. <laughs> Little B, nigga. The, 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 the first one niggas wouldn't know. You know? Hey, that's I mean, fuck Kevin Durant. That's fuck KD. Fuck KD. Fuck Kevin Durant. Hey man, I, I give you a bomb for that one. Come on, classic. that was a good redemption. He got into that one. I that's fuck with shit. it. That's Come on, but really, cause like one in five niggas not gonna know any little B song. <laughs> I was hoping you you pull out suck my dick, ho. That's my you favorite song by him. Get your ass, ass right, fucking with this pretty bitch. Base guy, it's way, it's my way too easy. West side bitch, suck my, my fucking dick. dick Cause bitch, I'm rich like, like a trick. trick. Well, fun fact, that is Kamal's favorite song of all time. I can rap that word for word. Lil B really do like. He got some really hard shit. Yeah, bro, like Mac, some, nice. you know what I'm saying. Like you gotta, you gotta respect the base. You gotta sift respect through all the of the bitch. Protect the bitch. Protect the bitch. <laughs> hey, Joe Budden, I want to see you interview Lil B. You will never understand. Really bury the hatchet. At the end of the day, I just want to see you interview Lil B. T-shirts. My life is bitch. Go outside. He worked that nigga on that No more. Look, imagine being like, look, I rap, I live in and breathe and die rap. You know what I'm saying? A purist. And, you and then, then little B diss you. <laughs> and, ki- and kill you. 
and, and murder you. Yo, Fuck he really did like rap on that track, bro. He, really he, he, wasn't, he wasn't playing. Like, that's <laughs> a legit. That's a legit. The thing is, this, you want to know why I knew he was good? Like, I knew he could actually rap. They was in the, uh, I think it was the 2013 uh, XXL Freshman Cypher. And he was like... Uh, that's what we'll like, all them, right? I be balling yeah. and y'all can't guard y'all can't guard with me. Half you niggas is arguably worse than me. And like Kendrick Lamar was like, oh, like he was like, oh shit. And Look, walk away and <laughs> so swag. So swag. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta, we gotta run down this train while we doing it. So name other niggas that was on that that cover. That cover? It was uh what? So you got Kendrick and Lil B. YG was on it, Mac Miller. Uh was Yellow Wolf on that one? I, th- I think Yellow was Wolf he, was, was on it. It was either Yellow Wolf or MGK. I ain't think MGK I think was, was the next year. Yeah, I, next I'm year. pretty yeah. sure it was Yellow yeah. Wolf. He was on the one with Future, if I remember yeah, correctly. Yep. So it was, uh, who was it? Who else was on that one? I can't I can't remember the other ones. Was I'm it Danny Brown? Or was that the next one? Uh, Danny Brown was on Travis Scott's. Let me, let me just yeah, fact check real quick. But We have the Googles. What I'm, try- what I'm trying to say is like, y'all got to Y'all talking about the freshman cover? The one with Lil B on it. Yeah, the freshman yeah, cover with Kendrick Lamar, Y'all gotta, YG. Yeah. You don't gotta expect or expect delivery. Nah, he was on the nah, one with Nipsey nah. and them. And Wiz, uh, Wiz. I think Wiz was on the J Cole. Yeah, Wiz was yeah. on the J Cole. Okay, one. so that was the one. That was the one before. Yeah, you got it. Uh, you got it, Joe. Yeah, give me a quick second. Let's see. All right. Yeah, he was in the same cipher with it. All right, here's here's the 2011 freshman class: okay. Meek Mill, Big Crit, Mac Miller, yeah. YG, Yellow Wolf, Sai High the Prince, and we don't need to name ever, anyone else. Yeah. Okay. No okay. one else. Half these niggas arguably is worse. Does, Diggy so, Simmons was there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <coughs> what I'm trying to say is like, who's still having like really big success? I see a good amount of like Mac Miller, R.I.P. Kendrick, of course. Meek Mill's YG. doing his thing. YG, YG's yeah. doing Saha rights for Kanye. But like, w- once you get to after Colin Kendrick, is like everything is like kind of died off. Yeah. 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 yeah but off. I'm saying. The Lil B wave never died. It's still around. Ever. Ever. He and has the a cult. He's a cult. Yeah. He and, literally and ushered in that whole, like, I'm pretty this thing, or, like, calling and yourself a god or some shit like big, that. That's all big, him. Yeah. A big theme of this interview has been, like, being yourself. Yeah. Facts. The base god has always been the base god. Oh, Man. absolutely. Never base god, protect the up. bitch. Task force, bitch mob nigga, you will never understand Swag. it. Swag. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Swag. Woo-hoo. Swag. Swag. Goddamn, ladies and gentlemen. Come on, Malik and Jerry. Hey, no good, no good, no, no good. good. Rock and roll gangster out now. Yes, sir. Hey, be on the lookout for the videos they come in. For sure. Follow me on Instagram or anything else at music by Kamal. Music by K-A-M-A-A-L. Where can they find you, Jerry? Follow me on everything at J-E-Double-R-Y-C. J-E-D-O-U-B-L-E-R-Y-C. You heard it right here. All right, man, before we go, we like to end every podcast with a song by the artist. So come on, what's the song we're going to play? Come on, uh, we about to play One at a Time. It's my favorite and probably best song I've ever wrote in my life. Uh, feel this, internalize it, understand that this came from the depths of my soul and let it resonate with you. Good God, no good. You heard it right here, man. Let's get into it. It's the Yada Yada Podcast. We out. Bakaru. Yes, Lord. If you want to go and leave me alone and leave me alone. If you want to go and leave me alone, leave me alone and I'ma let you. You know that I would die for you. Mind, I'm drowning it in the liquor of my choice, ruining my.
Yeah.